Just give me one second. Just have to look up how to start a podcast without sounding white. <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is a new podcast. My name's Kenny. I'm Becca. And we are going to talk about movies. Um, I guess sort of our basis is that we are dating, been dating for a little over five and a half years. Too long. Yeah. Um, I'm super into movies. She's not as much. Nah. Kinda. <laughs> and uh, we're mostly going to discuss uh, new releases coming out. Uh, once we get a bit of a footing, we're probably going to go back to uh, some older stuff that either we enjoy or just want to talk about or even have suggested to us. Um, but the general structure is going to be we're going to be talking about uh, the news for the week, uh, how our weeks were, like if we did anything interesting, and uh, the uh, general topic for the podcast. So this week we're going to primarily be discussing uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, which just came out Thursday? Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier because episode one just came out on Friday. And uh, we're not always going to talk about a TV show and a movie. It's just with the Marvel stuff. I mean, with uh, them being a week-to-week basis, it's just easier to talk about them as they're coming out instead of trying to remember everything a month and a half from now. Because yeah, no. Falcon and Winter Soldier is only six episodes. Oh, okay. And WandaVision was that. nine. Yeah, nine? was nine. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know Falcon and Winter Soldier are supposed to be a bit longer. Like, they're closer to, like, the 45-minute threshold, which... WandaVision was, but like 10 minutes was credits. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's so, a long time. Um, so we're just going to get right into it. Uh, we're going to talk about our weeks first, and then we'll discuss uh, the general news. And uh, what we're going to pick for news is primarily things that either me or Becca find interesting in the uh, video game or the movie world. Uh, we're not necessarily going to cover every single thing that happened uh, just because it was news. Um yeah, it's only what interests us. It's our exactly. podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> I just want to make sure that's clear. If there's something we don't cover, chances are it's because we don't care about it. Exactly. So uh, how was your week? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. Um, so I am huge into Animal Crossing. Uh, I'm one of those escapist players, <laughs> if you will. Um, and this week actually marked the one year mark of Animal Crossing's New Horizons being released. Oh, really? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it was what, March 15th, 12th? Was, uh, I don't know. My Snapchat memory said the 17th was when you bought me the Animal Crossing stuff. Well, I bought that on Amazon, and that had to, oh, right. to deliver. Because it came it out the same day. The... I don't remember. came out the same day as Doom Eternal. Oh, right. Maybe that it was, was the 20th, which would be today. But, you know, whatever. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Um... So, yeah, during the whole uh, panna cotta that's been going on. Good word. Um, <laughs> uh, I have been playing Animal Crossing. Uh, so with the new update, uh, we got some new design slots, which I'm super excited about because now I can design my island even more. Um, instead of just having seasonal paths, I can have all the paths that I want at the same time. I just want this to be clear. The reason I'm not talking is because I don't play Animal Crossing. This is just (laughs) Becca's segment. She's been playing since the game came out. So this is, this is all her. We might have a weekly Animal Crossing (laughs) segment just so she can talk about what she's built or updates. Cause I know this game gets updated a lot. Pretty often. Like sometimes they'll announce something and then a few days later the update will come out. Like it's not even like 
this is our plan for for fall or winter like this is this could be like what's coming out next week yeah exactly and that's i pretty much play animal crossing almost every day um not i don't have one of those extravagant islands i do have a five star island pat myself on the back that's a big deal um but there are people that have put in way more hours than i have uh i do work a full-time job uh that's you know frontline worker type stuff so god bless (laughs) bless up uh but um so i don't have just hours and hours uh to play unfortunately i wish i did um so yeah, another cool thing with the update was that uh, you can now access like the uh, the design search tab type thing that you would go to the Label Sisters for. Um, sorry, Able Sisters. Label is the designer. The label, sisters. <laughs> label is just the designer. Oh, okay, gotcha. She's one of the sisters. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm not a real fan. <laughs> um, you don't have to go into the store now um into the shop to be able to access the designs which is awesome because a lot of times i am playing animal crossing after the shop closes at 9 p.m uh so a lot of times i'm not able to access the designs which is really upsetting because sometimes i'm just like hey i really want a pumpkin design right now or just some other random thing but it's 11 p.m at night and mm, i'm out of luck is it 9 p.m local time is when it closes or like 9 p.m 9 p.m all the time so animal crossing follows like real life time sure so whatever time zone you're in it follows that the game follows that i didn't know if it was like whenever it hits midnight on the east coast is when everything shuts off for you no matter where no it goes based on your time zone so it just goes by your switches time zone and that's why like people can time travel and everything i personally am not a time traveler purist um (laughs) i don't care that people time travel i think it's awesome but like i just i don't like to um that's just a personal thing um But yeah, so I've been super excited about that. I also got a new villager. Um, Some people might be upset about this, (laughs) but it's Diva. She's this awful looking frog. (laughs) She's purple. She has huge lips and a horrible haircut. (laughs) However, uh, when I started the game, I... uh, I got some ugly looking characters and from then on I was only like I only want the cute ones but I was villager hunting and you know Diva just happened to come up and I was like you know what why not she's horribly ugly but maybe she has a great personality so we'll find out haven't really talked to her that often because I just got her on my island a couple days ago so we'll see how our friendship goes I might kick her off we don't know yet (laughs) So I don't know anything about Animal Crossing, but I do know Raymond is the one, right? For a lot of people. Is he rare or is it just because he looks suave as fuck? Um, yeah, it's mostly the suave thing. And okay. people like to dress him up in the maid's outfit. Okay. <laughs> so... I didn't know you could dress up villagers. I know you yeah. can give them like shirts. Right? Yeah. Or... You just gift them the uh, the clothes and then oh, they and wear, wear them. It. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, for example, my island is called Egg Island. Um, so I gave all of my villagers a little eggshell hat. That's pretty cool. Um, so they'll just like wander around in it occasionally. They, they choose their own outfits, but you know, like occasionally I'll just see them wearing their eggshell around and it's perfect. (laughs) So on the topic of Animal Crossing though, I think there are a few bits of, I mean, I guess the one part was announced last week, but with the, the Sanrio stuff that comes out next week, right? The 26th. Okay. And, uh, I actually sent you a link on this. 
Um, they're only coming out at Targets. Correct. Right? Yeah. But the way Target's doing it is you can only get them through order pickup or like curbside pickup, which I think is really cool. It's, I feel like it helps eliminate like the people who might just run in, pull them all off the shelf yeah. and sell them for 30 bucks a piece. Well, I don't, yeah. Yeah, I'm not exactly. Sure what the, the Animal Crossing flipping market no, looks like. No, yeah, but... there's definitely scalpers, uh, just like there is with anything. Um, and I know a lot of people are concerned about it because, as we know, uh, Target is not great about having exclusives and sure. everything. They're, you know, a lot of scalpers just go into Target because it's easy. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to try to, you know, like order mine as soon as the 26 hits. Um, we'll see how it goes. I really want, like, a couple of the the villagers, but if I don't get it right away, I'm not going to be super butthurt about it, um, just because I do have a full island of villagers that I really like right now. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm excited about the new items more than I am the new villagers, but you do have to get the amiibo cards to get the the Sanrio items as well. So, we'll what's see. G- what's going to be cool is I know with uh, the Animal Crossing cards... Uh, even if you can't actually find, like, say, like, a Raymond card or whoever. Um, I know people make, like, custom cards where they, like, what? They upload the the actual file for the character, like, in the card? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah, I do see, like, people on Etsy making a lot of those. I don't know how it's going to work with the Sanrio ones, so we'll, we'll see it's possible. about that. But, yeah, like I said, I'm not... I'm going to try to get them, but if I don't get them, I'm not going to pay, like, $30 for them. I oh, just, no. I, not well, worth it to me. Do you know offhand if, like, every pack has the same cards? Yeah, so the pack has all of the new cards. Oh, okay, that's cool. I think there's six. So you only need one. Yeah, so okay, you only cool. have to buy one. That's neat. Yeah, okay. so, like, they made it easy in that aspect, so it's not like you have to buy six separate things. Sure. You just buy the one pack. But... See, that's what I was thinking, too, is because I know that there's... um. There's villagers, but they have, like, the skins of the Sanrio characters right, is how yeah. it's working. Yep. I thought you would have to get, like, those, because there's the six villagers, mm-hmm. and, like, all their items, too. Like, in, like, uh, sort of more of a collection instead right. of, like, here's six cards for everything. Yeah. Yeah, I I just read that, like, with the items. Because normally, like, with the Mario items that came out recently, it's on a promotion tab that you can buy in the Nook Shopping app. Um, and so a lot of people thought that it was going to be like that with the Sanrio items, um, which would have been cool because you would have just had to use your bells for it. Um, but from what I read, at least, um, the items actually do come with the card. So it's more of an exclusive type thing. Sure. Okay, cool. Um, and I think the second bit of news that maybe came out this week was... Build-A-Bear is working with Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. To make, um, I mean, I guess people are just theorizing at this point what it's going to be, but probably the more popular characters, like your Isabelle's or your Tom Nook. But if they go in, I mean, there's what, 130 villagers? Yeah, there's so many. There are so many. And so, yeah, I'm super excited about that because I love plushes. Um, So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Build-A-Bear is probably going to get a, a good chunk of my change. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, because those, what, those Build-A-Bears usually buy themselves are like 30? Yeah, like 30, 40 bucks, something like that. Which isn't too bad, It's really, not for... too bad, but, you know, we'll especially see how for, many they come out with. Especially for a Nintendo product. Yeah, definitely, for sure. So, cool. Do you have any uh, 
other things about your week? I think that's it for Animal Crossing, though. Yeah, that's it for Animal Crossing. The only other cool thing I did this week was um, I work at a bakery, and so uh, I've been cake decorating more often, and so we needed a fondant cake. And so I just decided that I was going to make a Justice League cake, uh, which was pretty cool. I don't think the customers, you know, are as into it as I am, but I was pretty proud of it. So No, just for a bit of a disclaimer, we, uh, we're more west coast area like more the the mountain part we're not california no but we're more pnw yeah we're more where it's uh a bit republican (laughs) which just isn't for us yeah but yeah and some of the the customers i work in a like a chain bakery uh like a grocery store bakery so some of the walmart bakery (laughs) don't out me (laughs) i'm more bougie than that come on bougie (laughs) Um, uh, just for reference, I've also made like meme cakes. I made like an Elmo meme cake, uh, with the the Elmo meme with the fire behind him. I thought it was awesome. Uh, I guess high schoolers were fighting over it when I wasn't there. (laughs) Yeah, I found that out. That's cool. Uh, my coworker said, cause I was really excited that it sold. Um, and my coworker was like, yeah, there was a bunch of high schoolers fighting over it. And I was like, yes, see, this is what I want to spark inside of people. I'm tired of making unicorn and mermaid cakes. I want to make meme cakes. And you're like by far the youngest person in the bakery, right? Pretty much. We're all around the same age. Oh, okay. Well, I was just going to say like the odds of a meme cake getting out there without you being there are like near impossible. Oh yeah. No, that's just cause like I get bored. Um, on some of my shifts and I'm like, whatever, I'm just going to make a meme cake because I got extra time. Because when you're pressed for time, you just go with what's easy, obviously. So you go with the the flowers and the unicorns. But when you got a little extra time, get a little extra creative, make an Elmo with fire. Why not? Or a Justice League cake. For sure. Is that uh, your week for the most part? Yeah, pretty much. Didn't do anything else. Yeah. Except <laughs> Animal Crossing. Every day. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess for my week... Um, so just as kind of a basis, I'm super into, like, action figures and uh, that kind of stuff. Nerd. <laughs> she collects stuff, too, though. Um, so as most people probably start, the the both of us, actually, we started with Funko Pops. Mm-hmm. And we had, like... Oh, we had close, over 100. Well, I thought it was close to, like, 200. Yeah, probably at one point. And we still have the remnants of the that remnants. shit everywhere. <laughs> I mean, they're worthless. Like, if it's uh, not yeah. an expensive one, like, what do you... I'm not going to sell it for $5 yeah, and no. then pay for shipping. No. Like, um, but obviously move past that. So I kind of focus more on the uh, the more like expensive uh, import figures. I've uh, been more into like Hot Toys lately. Um, so actually for this week, Hot Toys announced uh, on the topic of Justice League, uh, they're going to be doing a two-pack, which has the black suit Superman, which isn't a spoiler. He was in the trailers yeah. and promotional art, so... Uh, there's going to be a two-pack with him and then the Nightmare Batman, who they're going to be uh, reissuing because they actually released the figure back, I think, in like 2015, 2016. And they're going to be uh, giving it out to people who didn't collect back then. And yeah. I mean, it's kind of an easy paycheck for them if you well, already yeah. have the figure. Just right, exactly. Just sell push it, it again. out again. Especially with Superman because they oh, did yeah. a normal one. You right, just yeah. dye the suit a different the color. color. Like, yeah. it's, it's pretty easy for them yeah. in that regard. Um. I'm trying to think if there's any other figure stuff. Just checking my notes. 
I think that was about it for... Oh, so uh, NECA also. NECA, who's more popular with making, like, the Predators and, like, the horror figures. If you go into any Target, like, around the Funko Pop area, you can probably find a good bit of NECA figures. Yeah. They're also really popular right now with making the the NECA Ninja Turtles. Um, oh, right. Yeah. I forgot about those. But they're actually going to be doing a figure for McCready from The Thing. And I showed you oh, pictures yeah, of that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So we actually both really like The Thing. Oh, yeah. Great movie. Maybe we'll talk about it someday. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was funny because because of the figure getting announced, we watched the 2011 thing. Mm-hmm. I'd watched it like years ago, probably middle school. You'd never seen I've it. I've never seen it. Not to talk about it too much, but it was it was more like sad in a way because yeah. I know like the backstory with it was that the the people working on it they actually designed practical monsters yeah. for it. Like there's footage of the the practical monsters and they were shooting and they finished the film practical or practically, and then when they released it for uh, I'm blanking on the word audience viewing. You know I what I thought I mean? you said it was like the studio release. No, no, it was like the. You know when? when oh, you, and just like they like pick some people, they're like, "Hey, yeah. you can watch this movie." Yeah, like uh, I'm blanking on the word, but I don't know. Why are you people, asking me? I don't I, know anything about movies. People listening, I'm sure you know what the word is. Um, but when they showed it to those types of audiences, they thought it looked kind of cheap and not cool. So at the time, 2010, 2011, CG was very popular. Oh yeah. So the studios like just cover all your hard work up with just these slimy gross mm, untextured slimy. so bad that last monster where oh, it's just God. the face on the chest it was gross he just looks like a gerbil yeah like it looks terrible goofy um but they're actually going to be making a figure of kurt russell's character from the original thing mm-hmm. uh tons of different accessories i think he comes with like a few hats maybe the flamethrower fire axe maybe goggles super cool i think that's about it for figures this week though let me just give my notes a double check see i'm gonna be the one who takes notes on everything for the podcast and i found it easier to just i'm just along for the ride yeah i found it easier to just do it on my phone so i'm just scrolling through yeah and i'm a boomer i take notes on pen and paper physically yeah she has her (laughs) pen and paper right here from her justice league notes Uh, i guess another cool part of news that came out this week is if any of you guys are kind of into D&D type stuff. Um, obviously, Pathfinder. Nerd. Yep. <laughs> See, I don't even... I haven't played it for years, which is the the funny part. My buddy... Because um, we actually moved. Uh, my buddy from back home. He's super into D&D. Has been for years. I'm sure he's listening. Love you lots. <laughs> um, I'm actually getting into uh, a spinoff of Pathfinder. It's called Starfinder. It's basically the same thing, just... In space. space. Yeah, space-themed. The minis look super cool, and I'm kind of a sucker for sci-fi, so... Their first set of, like, mystery minis have come out, like the the blind boxes for the pre-painted figures. Uh, I actually got them through Miniature Market, which they're super cool. I've actually ordered from them before. Uh, Great company to do business with. Uh, Not sponsor. Please sponsor us. Oh, yes, but please do. Please sponsor us. Let's just start picking, like, licenses (laughs) we like, and we'll just start, hey, can you sponsor us? I'd really like it if you sponsored us. Shout out to Arizona Iced Tea. (laughs) Arizona Iced Tea. Fuck off. Be a good sponsor. <laughs> um But yeah, waiting on that order to come in. Can't wait to open those up and just see how they are. And based on that, I'm actually probably gonna start getting some of the books and going in on like learning about the world. Because I don't know much about Starfinder right. in total. It's just 
I know of it and like kind of like a cursory knowledge type thing. So I think that's about it for the figure stuff this week. Yeah. Uh, what was cool though is I guess it kind of ties into news, but not really. Um, the PS4, I guess Xbox too, uh, Avengers game, Marvel's Avengers by Square Enix uh, that actually got its PS5 update this week. And I had never played it. I actually didn't buy the game. I heard nothing but bad about yeah. it when it first came out. So I didn't even really want to try it. I remember for Black Friday this past year, it was actually like 25 or 30. And it had just come out in like August, September. Yeah. And I was like, even that, like, <laughs> I'm I'm good, you know. Um, but my buddy actually got me the, the collector's edition for Christmas. And it was the one with like the statue, the Hulk bobblehead, just like a bunch of little stuff. But I actually started playing the the PS5 version that just came out. It's a lot of fun. I'll be honest. Like I'm surprised. Nice. I'm I'm sure like the people who got to like the end game type stuff where you have to do like the grinding for gear, like that's where the majority of the issues come from. But okay. I've heard like the actual single player, like the story in the game is really good, and I'm enjoying it so far. Hmm. I'm just like two three hours in right now. Yeah. We just finished up. I know Kamala Khan and Bruce Banner are going to get Tony right now. So that's about like two hours, two hours in spoilers, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What do you consider a spoiler window? Like a few weeks, a few months. Do you think it depends on the property? I don't know. I don't know anything about this stuff. You don't know anything about spoilers? No. Okay. Nothing. All right. Well, I would recommend not listening to our (laughs) review then for Justice League. I know some things. Some things. Uh, I guess that's about it for my week though. Yeah. So I think we're just going to dive into the news in just a second here all right so like i said news is primarily just going to be stuff that we find fun it's going to be a little weird this week because a lot of things started coming out um with Zack snyder gearing up towards justice league coming out Mm -hmm. so he started doing interviews with different news outlets and talking about the movie not talking spoilers about the movie but he started discussing things that i kind of want to save for like the actual justice league discussion so news is going to be a little disjointed our first week so we're just going to try to feel this out bear with us um feel free actually this is a good time to plug uh feel free to email or tweet at us at hst1pod and that's going to be HST1 with the number one, not not an O, pod at Twitter, or uh, hit us up at gmail.com. So HST1, the number, pod. <laughs> the uh, number. <laughs> hope to hear from you, because we're actually, what we're going to do is, um, with our general setup of our weeks, the news, and then the movie, uh, we would like to open up like the last portion to answering like viewer questions or just things people want us to talk about, so... Obviously, this being episode one, probably not going to get an email. Totally fine. Eh. So it'll be just something we'll open up. And if you have a question, feel free to to hit us up. We'd love to hear from you and just discuss. Yeah, we might let the cats weigh in on the uh, the end of this one. Maybe they'll scream at us a little bit, ask us a question. We do have two cats. Probably so just for food, though. So. Probably just for food. <laughs> um, so I guess we're just going to get right into the news. stifling a burp there trying to be this professional is <laughs> i just want to put out too like obviously the two of us have not spoken in this kind of format before so i'm saying a lot of ums i'm aware and maybe you're hearing a good bit of lip smacks i used to be in drama club that doesn't help at all it was a long time ago long time ago i was a cheese grater in uh beauty and the beast 
That was my star role. Are you serious? Yeah, you didn't. I don't think I've ever told you that, but that's, yeah, I was a cheese grater. You poor child. <laughs> I had fun doing it. That's all that matters. <laughs> um. So yeah, just bear with us. We're learning, and we'll get into the news now. So skipping the first bit of Justice League news that came out, um, I'm actually going in the format of last Saturday up until yesterday, Friday. Um, if we missed anything today, today being Saturday the, what, 20th? Yeah. I think. Uh, we're going to catch it next week, but this is just like the general format that we're following just so we catch most of the week. I mean, not a whole lot of news comes out on the weekends for the most part. Like, nothing came out yesterday for anything cool. Um, God, enough stalling, getting into it. Uh, yeah, the geez, first bit is the, the Robert Pattinson, Matt Reeves directed Batman film actually finished wrapping. Oh. Actually f- wrapped filming. That was what I meant to finished say. Finished wrapping. It finished wrapping. You know, there's going to be tons of gifts that they're yeah, going to be sending it's gonna out. it's going to be great. It's going to be a ton of fun when the movie comes out. Um, but yeah, I'm actually super happy because I know the movie got delayed because of the, the panacotta. That's it. <laughs> I said the coof, but whichever. <laughs> Maybe both. Um, I like panacotta more yeah. though. Um, but I'm really happy to see that Matt Reeves actually tweeted that out. It was like the final, uh, you know, those clipboards he tweeted like the last one for oh, okay. their shooting. So that was last nice. Saturday. Super cool. And I think that's slated for what it was like March, 2022, I think is what originally, but it might be pushed back at this point. Yeah. I'm excited for that movie though. Oh yeah. Uh, next bit of news actually is, uh, Avatar, the movie from, the blue people one the blue people one yeah. with the airbenders uh beat endgame as oh, the highest wait what did i actually confuse you yes <laughs> Jesus Christ. i'm uh again i'm not up to date on movies all no. right kenny is the one that does the movie stuff i grew up watching disney yeah. all right i didn't watch a lot of movies until we met so i get confused easily which is funny too because growing up like my mom was I won't say, like, conservative, really, yeah. but, like, I didn't get to watch too much of stuff. Like, even right. when I was, like, like 14-ish, yeah. I wasn't allowed to watch PG-13 movies. Right. She was that type of parent yeah. at the time. She's great now. She's Ooh. grown out of the crazy. <laughs> um, shout out. <laughs> shout out. Um, but, yeah, so, back to the news. Uh, Avatar beat Endgame as the highest grossing film of all time, again. After re-releasing in China. Oh, right. Yeah. And this is weird to me. Like, did Disney... Because <laughs> Disney is just fighting Disney. Disney. Like, did they do it just so, what, James Cameron can feel better about oh, no. his movie being up there again? Do you think in a few years we're going to see Endgame re-release in China? And Probably. they're just going to keep doing They're just going to keep battling it out. I think Disney just wants to keep giving itself, you know, the Obama meme where he's giving himself the medal. Oh, yeah. I think they want to keep doing that with like, oh, Avatar is the highest <laughs> grossing film of all time. Oh, Endgame. It, just we keep rotating on that forever. Yeah. Um. So make of that what you will. But aren't they making a second Blue People Avatar? Uh, Disney has been working on Blue People Avatar sequels <laughs> since 2008. TM. Oh. Well, like I said, the movie yeah. was released around right. that time. But yeah, James Cameron has been trying to get shit going for for years. Years, right. And I think currently he's working on Avatar 2, 3, and 4. And we still haven't seen the second one. So by the time the third one comes out, he's probably going to be like a floating head. Cool. I would assume. <laughs> like, he's not young anymore. Yeah. Um, I That's just, all right. I'm okay with it. It's just so weird. Like, I wonder 
what issues are really pushing it back. And if I cared more, I could probably Capitalism. look into it. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> Uh, but moving on to Monday's news, uh, so this is kind of fun. Uh, Dominique Thorne, if I pronounced that correctly, who's going to be playing Riri Williams slash Ironheart in the MCU. She's mm-hmm. uh, Tony's takeover more so right. in the comics. When I don't know, I don't know if it's because Tony dies or just moves on type thing. Um, what was interesting was she recently had an interview and said that she did not have to audition for her role at Marvel. Now, this is really interesting, because obviously with most movies, you audition. Right. Um, but I saw people talking, and this has actually happened to a few uh, Marvel actors. Okay. So, the the people that it's actually happened to are Anthony Mackie, plays Falcon. Okay. Uh, Brie Larson. Right. Captain Marvel. And uh, Elizabeth Olsen, who plays Scarlet Witch. Right. Slash Wanda. Right. Um, so, this is kind of cool. Like, I feel like Disney is, like, super confident about this person that they're yeah. picking for, for Ironheart. Right. So I'm I'm assuming that's a good thing. Yeah. I don't see how that's a bad thing at all. I guess. Like be different if they were saying she was like the last pick or something <laughs> right. or but no, that's cool. I'm really uh happy to see her portrayal cuz I know nothing about Ironheart. We're getting And I to, know even less. We're getting to that point in the MCU where I don't know much of what's going on like, you know, growing up, you know, Iron Man, Captain America, Spider-Man type stuff. Mm-hmm. Thor. Um, but we're getting to that point with, like, the Young Avengers and, like, new characters and Eternals. And I don't know anything about this stuff. So it's going to be cool to at least see what uh, Disney is going to give us. Uh, the next bit of news. Uh, season one of Netflix's Cowboy Bebop live-action TV show has finished filming. Don't Sorry, that was noise. a really annoying noise. But yeah. I love Cowboy Bebop. Me too. But I... I'm not hopeful about this. No, don't say that. When was the last time Netflix did a good live action anime adaptation? I know. How much do you like Death Note? Uh. Yeah. Um, I know the, I forget the main character's name. Well, Spike. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. What? (laughs) I forget the main character's name. (laughs) The the person who is playing Spike Spiegel. Oh, forgot to so the actor the actor okay the artiste uh. i forgot to look up his name i know he's the actor from that uh searching movie i think is what it was called came out a few years ago it was sort of like a um it was almost like that unfriended movie you know how it just took oh. place in like a laptop okay it was like the same thing with him he was trying to find his daughter mm-hmm. and it, like the whole thing just took place on like a tv screen essentially mm. or like a, a laptop screen rather um, I know it had delayed filming because he, I think he like broke his ankle or Ugh. broke his leg or something. So that kind of put a pause on things. Oh yeah, that'll, that'll do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, I guess we'll see what happens, but. The most important question is who's playing Jet? Our cat? Well, that's the thing is I know, not our cat, no. <laughs> we named our cat after Jet. We did. Yeah. <laughs> She's adorable. Um, well, we thought she was a boy. At we first, thought she was a boy. Which is why we went with Jet. Jet, the character from Cowboy Bebop, yes. thought was a boy um, or a girl at first. Turns out she either has inverted testicles uh, for the past five years or she's a girl. Might be a girl. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Weird side note. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually don't know, though. I, I think for the most part, they're sticking with more like uh, Asian actors, which is cool. Good. Obviously, with Death Note, um, was it? Nat Wolf? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I still... All right, hear me out. 
I still think Willem Dafoe as Ryu is <laughs> fucking great. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Willem Dafoe in anything. That that man does not act poorly. No, no, he doesn't. He Godspeed, Spider-Man. But... <laughs> fucking love that line. All right, so the, the last bit of news for Monday is um, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 has started filming. Oh my god. God, I think that's the last movie we actually saw in theaters. It was the last movie we saw in theaters before the <laughs> shutdown. And you know what? I'm, I'll, I'll die on this hill. I think Sonic was a lot of fun. It was. We it definitely was. We went out for uh, for Valentine's Day. And yeah, for fucking Valentine's Day, we went to go see Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Priorities. Yeah. Um, yeah we, we also actually... got Chinese food. I mean, that's not bad. That's never a bad thing. Though. No, I know. But, like, that's... but we weren't... Rounded out the date well. We weren't drunk or high or anything. Nah. We didn't, like, get fucked up and watch it at home. We saw it in theaters, totally sober. I had a lot of fun with yeah, it. Yeah, me too. I think Ben Schwartz is adorable. Oh, yeah. He does a great Sonic. Yeah. And while some of the shit was weird, I remember, like, the, the weird Olive Garden plugging <laughs> oh, of the whole yeah. movie. Do you remember that? I totally forgot about that. Like they would now. have like full like two three <laughs> yeah, minute segments what? about here's your olive card gift card and like hold it directly uh, like facing the camera. Product placement. Yeah. Next bit of news. Do you, I feel like that sounds so stupid to just keep saying that over and over? You always sound stupid. Next bit of news. Thanks for the feedback, by the way. You're welcome. Um, so on Tuesday, the the Fortnite Battle Pass launched, which. Neither of us really play Fortnite all that much. I actually got into it a bit last season. My friends wanted to play, but... See, I, I'm a big fan of, like, original art and, like, characters that people create. That's yeah. why, like, um, I like to keep up with, like, a lot of these, like, Japanese toy companies. Because they mm -hmm. make weird shit. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, I, it's not the same type of stuff that they make in the States. Right. Like, the States is way more, like, subdued and... I mean, it's superheroes for the most part. Yeah. You know, DC, Star Wars... But, like, overseas, they're like, here's this fucking weirdo. Give me $300. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, all right. I mean, it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, He's a right. cool weirdo. Um, so I really got into, like, buying the the original characters that Epic was making through Fortnite. Right. Uh, can't tell you any of their names offhand. I Man. do remember Guff. Do you know Guff? He was, like, the Which big pink that? thing. Oh, um, yeah. That guy's adorable. I love him. He's so cute. <laughs> um, so I, I got into buying a few of those skins. And with the new Battle Pass, uh, they had some more of the original ideas. I think the overall theme is called Primal. So I don't know the extent of the, the story of Fortnite right now. Massive yeah. air quotes. Story. <laughs> um, but I know they're kind of going with more of like a, like a, not rural, like a tribal theme. Or like, you know, back in time, prehistoric type yeah. stuff. Uh, which is interesting because the two licensed characters that are in the Battle Pass for now, mm -hmm. these things change. I think last season predator was like a, a sneak oh, right. one at like the end something like that yeah and uh with these two licensed characters it's actually lara croft it's lara not laura no there's no there's no you in there you'd be surprised how many people say laura croft yeah well we're surprised every day by people's stupidity yeah. so um laura you did it i just did it she got me distracted <laughs> with laura and laura white people oh my god they are the worst so Lara Croft <laughs> is in the Battle Pass. They have uh, a few different skins for her. They have like the kind of like a reference to like the the old school Tomb Raider games with like the the triangle boobs. Like yeah. I know that's like one of the skins, not <laughs> in that regard, but it looks more like 3D, but like yeah. with that same flair to it. 
And then I know they have the costume from the, I think the, what, 2013 Tomb Raider reboot is when it came out. Kind of like the, the dirty, grayed up look. She's got like the gray tank top and the, the cargo pants kind of fucked up. Um, and then for the second character, they actually got Raven from Teen Titans. Oh, yeah. Big shout outs to Teen Titans who yeah. are, you know, I hope they start getting the respect that they deserve. Because I know the Titan show is going on. Pretty sure it's bad. Not fully updated on how that's going. I don't know. Uh, but Titans have not had respect since what? 04 is when the cartoon was out? 04, 05? You watched it, didn't you? I, I watched it when it was on. But I didn't, like, watch it, watch it, you know? Anyway. <laughs> Raven is the newest character, and she has three different skins. One of them is uh, one of the the rebirth skins for her. And I know rebirth was kind of like the revamp that DC did I believe in like 2015, 16. And the other skin is more like a callback to like her uh, teen Titans look like from the, the animated show. Right. So she's kind of got like the hood and sort of like the, the one piece. Yeah. Type deal situation going on. <laughs> and the third one was, and I forget the artist's name. Cause I actually followed him on Twitter. Um, but it was kind of like a reference to that Raven. So she's kind of like, like cut up jeans and she yeah. has like a, like a short hoodie on like, like a crop top hoodie, yeah. I guess you would call it. Um, super great artist. And I know he's working or put out like a few like, uh, graphic novels with like that character of Raven oh, and, okay. and Beast Boy. And like, it's almost meant to be sort of like a, like a high school setting. Right. Right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So super cool. Uh, I hope he got paid for that because it's obviously his well, yeah. artwork or design rather uh next bit of news gonna keep saying that until we think of a different segue i could just be silent for a few seconds and then just start talking about the yeah topic. all right <laughs> i think that'd be worse <laughs> um so this is gonna be weird so there's a movie coming out and it's called the gray man and it began filming this week okay. so what the gray man is the Russo brothers are directing it, which okay. Russo brothers, Infinity War, I know them. Endgame. They recently directed the movie Cherry with Tom Holland. I've heard very mixed things on that. All right, we didn't watch that. No, well, it was only on. Uh, I think it was in theaters, and it was also on Apple TV. Oh, we don't which have that. I have no interest in getting Apple TV. Nah, I don't think it's worth it for like a few random movies. No. So the Russo brothers are directing it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be starring Ryan Gosling. Okay. And Chris Evans. I know them. Good cast. Yeah. For sure. I'm sure there's more people, but those are like the big names. <laughs> no, that's it. They're it's the just big a two-person movie. So general synopsis is uh, Gosling is a CIA operative who gets betrayed by his agency and becomes a fugitive. And uh, Evans was a like a co-worker with him, and he's now tasked with finding him, and I'm assuming killing him. Mm-hmm. So this is trying to be set up as a totally new franchise, which... Okay. So here's the thing. So they're going to go. Okay. It's the all. First off, it's the most expensive Netflix movie ever. Of course. With a budget of $200 million. Uh, Okay. (laughs) So this is only going to be on Netflix. I don't think it has any plans for a theatrical release. No. Um, This is also based on a book series. Not sure the author's name offhand. Forgot to look that up. There are 10 books in this series. So okay. I'm not sure if Netflix wants the Russo brothers to direct 10 movies with Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling. Can Netflix afford that? 
Netflix can fucking afford that. Uh, I'm sure I mean, that true, much. but like, but like, that's it, a lot. It just sounds so generic. Like, I just can't well, believe it's a ten book series. Well, yeah, I, 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 I'm just having a stroke over here. That sounds why. like it. <laughs> um, so with with books, okay, like you can have a ten book series, but a lot of times movies can't draw out like that. So, like, you telling me that it's going to be a franchise, I was, like, it sounds very generic. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like a one movie, it'll wrap itself up, be done, you know? It so, sounds... I'm curious to see, I'd be curious to know more about the books, um, just to see, like, what the actual storyline is like, uh, because I feel like that would uh, be a big determination and if you could make ten movies out of it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, just based off that generic premise alone, I mm-hmm. didn't dig too much deeper right. past that. It just sounds like something that you would grab at, like, the checkout line at, like, like Walmart or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, this CIA operative is, like, yeah. I mean, maybe I'm just ignorant, which I am, and it must be selling decently well if right. it's a 10-book series. Yeah, I guess. In that regard. So I guess we'll see what happens with it, but mm-hmm. I mean... I don't know. I mean, the Russo brothers are fine. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm curious more so what they could do without, like, a huge budget. Right. Which they've obviously been given here. Yeah. But obviously with the, the smaller film Cherry, like, I've heard it's very mixed. It's not very good. Mm-hmm. Like, at the very least, Tom Holland was not cast correctly. So yeah. is is that what they're really capable of? Like, when it sticks to, like, a non-superhero story? Right. And I, I know a lot we'll of people see. could draw parallels to um, Captain America the Winter Soldier. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people argue that that's basically like a spy thriller, so right. maybe that's more the reason why they were selected by Netflix to Guess. work on at least one movie. But if it's a franchise, I mean, we got a plan for at least like three movies. Yeah. I think at the very least, right? The first movie is going to determine a lot, but with Netflix saying that it's going to be a franchise, like that's not well. We'll make one and see how it turns out. That's one comes out, we're already working on the second yeah. one, and just well. I don't know. I guess we'll see. So this next next bit of news. See, I didn't say the thing, so it didn't flow as correctly. Ah. This is just super wholesome, and I just wanted to throw it in because I thought it was adorable. So, heartthrob Keanu Reeves. I love him. Was actually spotted at a comic book store. Yes. In Hollywood, California. Not going to put out the store's name because they actually deleted the post. Mm. I'm maybe somebody who represents Keanu got in t- contact with them and yeah. told them to take down the post with right. it. He was seen at this comic book shop buying Cyberpunk 2077 merchandise of his character. Oh my god, The I screenshot love it. actually had like a few like action figures of I think they're the McFarlane ones mm-hmm. of Johnny Silverhand and I think he got one of the statues. <laughs> Adorable. I mean, tell me if you if you were in something like that you wouldn't buy your own stuff. Well, here's though. the thing is like part of me thinks with how Keanu Reeves is like yeah maybe he's signing stuff and like, and, like it's for auction it and yeah. then donating the money for charity yeah. and stuff like that like that That's seems true. and the thing is Keanu would do that without telling people well yeah yeah other people would tell oh because yeah no he does Keanu a lot Reeves. of stuff behind the scenes yeah he's, like other people would get that news out but Keanu's yeah. not gonna brag about it on no social he's media. a very wholesome person yeah so I just thought that was super That's cute adorable yeah love that Love Keanu. Also for supporting like a local business. Too. Oh yeah, like, definitely. With cyberpunk stuff, you could go to Walmart, Target yeah. probably, and find yeah. the figures hanging on pegs. But right. he wanted to support like a comic yeah. book shop. So you go. Super cool of him. 
amazing. Next bit of news. <laughs> Flows a lot better, see? I feel like I'm in like a college lecture when you say that. All right, on to the next topic. Should I stop doing it? I don't know. <laughs> We're feeling this out as we go. <laughs> um, the next thing here. Okay. That sounds way more intelligent. Oh, wow. Really big brain. Spicing it up. Um, super weird game. Disco Elysium. I've talked to you a little bit about this. Okay. Um, it came out on PC last year, I believe, at some mm-hmm. point. And it's actually getting a update for PS4, PS5 coming out called The Final Cut. And on PS5, at the very least, I know it's going to be 60 FPS looking good. And it's like one of those top-down RPGs, too, so it's not okay. like super graphics dependent. Right. Um, but it's going to have full voice acting, which is huge. Because right. it's, it's like an equivalent to like one of those pen and paper RPGs. Okay. So having every single character voice acted. Right. That's and, a big deal. And I think, because uh, with the, the main character, he has like voices in his head. And like a lot of that would just be like plain text that you would have to read. But like to have like all of those voice acted too. Like right. it's, it's really ambitious what this like really small studio and forgive me i forget the studio's name offhand i think it's z a slash u m is their name i'm not sure how to say that offhand but believe that's their name uh and along with the full voice acting there's going to be extra content coming out stuff like that Hmm. it's going to be on march 30th and i'm super excited about this so cool i'm actually going to take a minute and give a little bit of explanation as to what disco elysium is because it's it's just so weird, and that's just what's got me, like, so interested in it. Right. Because I'm really just a huge fan of when studios, like, take something that's, you know, generic, yeah. quote-unquote, with more the, um, like, an RPG type yeah. thing. And yeah, you can have your RPG, like, the, the main crux of this is um, just to set up the story really generally. You're a detective. Uh-huh. You get so drunk, you forget who you are. <laughs> and there's a murder in town, and you have to solve who did it. Oh, yeah. Super basic, super whatever. And right. it promotes you being able to create who you are, essentially. Okay. So just to dive into it super briefly. So you get four main stats that you can invest in. Uh, intellect, Psyche, Physique, and Motorics, I guess is what you would call it. Okay. Um, and what they are generally is... So Intellect... Uh, a skill that basically makes you like sort of like a modern Sherlock Holmes okay. type thing. So right. super inter- like you're in there in terms of like knowing about things. Um, the downside though, is you're not great at people skills. So probably when makes you're sense. talking to people, right. your dialogue options are like really stilted or yeah. you sound like an asshole. <laughs> and this is what's really cool about the game is like, you can invest in this one skill path here, mm-hmm. but there's going to be drawbacks. Right. I mean, obviously, you can't be a living god in real life. Right. Like, if you're like a Sherlock Holmes, you're yeah. not going to be sympathetic towards people. Nah. And you're going to think they're all beneath you. Right. Um, another thing was uh, Psyche. So, Psyche skills are actually based around connections with other people. So, they allow you to... Uh, and I'm actually reading from the Polygon article for uh, Disco Elysium right here. I'm not remembering all this. What? Um, I know. Crazy. So the, the Psyche or Psych skills are uh, based connections with other people. Uh, you can sweet talk people. So like kind of get hey, more of what you want. Mama, let me whisper in your ear. Maybe something like that. <laughs> so you can get more info out of them if you want to. 
Um, but this can also lead you down a path uh, to where you feel other people's pain more likely, okay. whether you want to or not. Right. So there's like, it's really interesting how there's like this good bit of like positive and negative to how you balance out. Right. And in these four skills, they each have their own six skills that you can work on. So in total, there's 24. Okay. Um, well, I guess the four main things are stats and then the, yeah. the 24 skills that you right. can get in those stats. So just to go over like two of these uh, skills. Uh, so there's one called it's, it's Esprit de Corpse, which is probably Latin in some regard. Um, sure. So it gives you a better insight into what the police force is up to. Okay. So you can probably estimate like what they're doing way more likely. Yeah. But you can also get paranoid flashbacks about how you think the cops all secretly hate you and think you're bad at your job. <laughs> That's real life. <laughs> right? <laughs> Another skill that I wanted to just gloss over quick. Uh, Inland Am Empire uh, is essentially your imagination skill, allowing you to make intuitive leaps of logic based on clues that may not immediately make sense together. Okay. But... It could also lead you to assume that every problem has a supernatural solution. All right. Which is, I, I mean, mean yeah, that would make sense. Cool. If, yeah. like, you know, you can put A and B together, or A and C together right. without B, then you would probably always think that you could right. do that. Right, you're just, like, jumping to conclusions. Exactly. So, I'm really excited to see what that game is actually like, because yeah. I don't play too many top-down RPGs right. at all. I know people always recommend Divinity Original Sin 2. And I do want to get into that at some point, but I'm just bad at playing games. Yeah, and I only play Animal Crossing. So, yeah. Man, we're doing... We're already at 50 minutes. Sorry, guys. This is going to be a long podcast. See, this is the thing, though. It's like not every week is going to be like this. Like, there's yeah. just a lot of news to cover, and we're just trying to give content, I guess. Yeah. We're probably going to be closer to, like, the length of, uh, like, a Castle Super Beast podcast, where they're, like, three to four hours. I'm not saying we can go for four hours, but we're going to try to just talk about what we want to. Yeah. We're not going to, like, all right, it's an hour, press stop, no press matter where stop. you are. Uh, next bit of little news. Uh, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, has been delayed to September 17th of this year. It was actually going to come out, I believe, June 29th. Oh, okay. Which is the same day that uh, Fast and Furious 9 was going to come out. Whoa, yeah. So they wouldn't be able to compete with that at all. I'd rather see Venom, but... <laughs> I was being very I sarcastic. I don't think I'm the audience, because <laughs> we've never seen any of the Fast movies. Or, yeah. Well, I've seen one, one, two, and four. I haven't seen any of the wacky ones. I, I haven't guess seen I any of them. Nothing with The Rock. I skipped over Tokyo Drift. Um... So I guess we'll see. Hopefully that's good for Venom because yeah. Woody Harrelson is carnage. I'm excited for Venom. Um, so this is another next bit of news. Mm -hmm. So Disney CEO Bob Chapik said Black Widow's release will be a, quote, last minute decision. <laughs> and he did not confirm if it'll stick to its original release date and emphasized the need to embrace flexibility. No, can we just put this movie out already? Like, I don't care about it anymore. Like, Absolutely. I'm sorry. Like, we have moved on in the Marvel Universe right now, and, like, I could give zero fucks about Black Widow. Like, the movie had, like, a... Wasn't it, like, the audience release or something? Like, and then the Panacotta happened, 
and so it never came out in theaters just put it on disney plus come on like just just put it out there like by the time it actually comes out with this flexibility stuff we're gonna be way past it like it's not gonna matter anymore i mean i would pay the 30 bucks to just to just watch it it. right exactly like i just don't i don't understand why they just keep pushing it back oh we need to be flexible with it yeah we've been flexible with it like they've put out other stuff on disney plus and everything just just put it out come on yeah i just i want black widow to be because even with the tv shows we're moving on well exactly black widow is still like a prequel movie yeah for the most part i mean we are in the next phase of marvel and like they still haven't put out this movie i just i don't understand but what do i know uh, so going on, the next bit of news <laughs> set you up for that one. Uh, Square Enix had a bit of a small press conference this week. It was called Square Enix Presents, and they showed off a few games that appealed to us. Mm. So one of them being uh, Life is Strange, True Colors, which right. is the third, well, I guess the fourth installment in the franchise, but okay. the third like mainline game. Right. Because it goes... Life is Strange, Before the Storm, 2, and then True Colors is the third one. Okay. Um, I played one when it came out. We played a little bit of it. Yeah. Never got super far into it. I didn't play Before the Storm, and no. I didn't touch 2 at all. I heard pretty mixed things on 2. Yeah. Um, but True Colors looks really good. Um, it does. I just showed you the trailer. Yeah. And just, I mean, ironically enough, the color palette alone, it's yeah. just, it's really, like, welcoming. Yeah, definitely. Like, it feels like like the equivalent of like curling up with a good book i don't know like i don't really typically feel that from trailers but just like the 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 mood they're trying to set with it and it makes sense because they establish in the trailer the main character's powers you can feel emotions right so obviously they would have to emphasize color and vibrancy and convey that to the players yeah totally so that's going to be out on September 10th on playstation consoles and xbox probably pc too i'm not too sure um and what's kind of big is it's not episodic so a lot of the okay yeah a lot of the life is strange games come out here's episode one right wait a month here's episode two wait like yeah they follow that pattern the whole thing it's like here's the game okay so i really like that and that's gonna be coming out fall yeah september 10th you already Um, said that i did say that Oh my god. So there is a Life is Strange remastered also coming out. I think it's right around the same time as True Colors. Um, There was a small trailer. It didn't really show gameplay. Mm -hmm. I didn't show it to you because it was, I think, only like a PC. It was on Steam for right now. Um, Remastered with Life is Strange 1 and Before the Storm, which Mm -hmm. is the sequel prequel for Life is Strange 1. And that looks fun too. I'd like to revisit it with like better visuals and stuff yeah. like that i guess actually the visuals have been improved uh because they used mocap oh for like okay. recording the scenes nice. so they actually have some motion capture going on which is right. cool and i don't have it on here so i forget which edition it was but i think for true colors the 80 dollar edition maybe mm-hmm. it's called the ultimate or yeah. something along those lines you actually get the life is strange remastered and before the storm for an extra 20 bucks oh yeah that's not bad no because the, the game launches at $60. Right. So with 20 extra bucks, you can get two more games, Yeah. I guess. So with enhanced visuals, it's not even right. like the old ones. Yeah. So I really like that. That's pretty good. The 
next hmm. game that they showed off at the Square Enix conference was the look at the Black Panther DLC for the Avengers game. Okay. Um, super short trailer. It was literally like 50 seconds. And all we know is Black Panther's in it. We heard Ulysses Claw, which if you remember the Black Panther movie, uh, he was in it. He was like the guy with like the, the robot arm type thing. I didn't watch that movie. Oh, that's right. We started <laughs> watching it and then we got bored and then we turned it off. Yeah. Sorry. No disrespect to Chadwick Boseman. No, not Man at was all. a legend. I, I just, just, I don't know. I think know. we started it at a bad time. Probably. So, um, I think it sounded like Claw was voiced by Steve Bloom. Could mm. be wrong, which is interesting because he voiced Cowboy Bebop, Spike Spiegel. Mm-hmm. And we talked about Spike Spiegel. It's crazy how all that came around. Wow. Insane. Really giving it the reach around. All right. <laughs> and I know that there were rumors. I don't know if it's been confirmed anywhere yet, but uh, Christopher Judge, who voiced Kratos in the 2018 God of War games, voicing Black Panther, which mm-hmm. would be great. Yeah. I mean, regardless, Black Panther sounds fantastic in that oh, trailer. Yeah. So really excited for it. Um it's kind of funny. I hope things kind of turn around for Avengers. I mean, yeah. the same time with like the actual game management, I heard it's like pretty iffy in terms of like what players want versus what okay. Square is giving right. them type thing. Yeah. So regardless, free content. Yeah. No complaints. Um, and the last game they showed was uh, a game that was revealed or announced rather, I think last year, or maybe the year before, but I think it was last year. Uh, Project Athea. Uh, that game was officially revealed as uh, the title Forspoken, because mm-hmm. Project Athea was a, a working title. And for now, it's going to be PS5 and PC only. And all we know is that it's confirmed for 2022. Yeah. Game looks great. Yeah, it did look for, really interesting. For what they're showing, at yeah. the very least visually. I hope it looks like that when it actually comes out. But yeah. things change all the time. So I just can't... like how you could like torpedo through the air. That looked pretty cool. I'd, I know you didn't see it, like, super well, but that bear yeah. that launched at her, yeah. it, it looked almost like the, the Annihilation bear. Do you remember that movie with Natalie Portman oh, where the yeah. bear was, like, fucked up? It looked like that. Okay. Like, its face was kind of missing and it right. was, like, a bone. Like, super cool stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, the last bit of news oh for the week. God. Crazy. Thank God. Talking too much. Yeah, you are. So... Haven't shown you this, and this is a bit of a spoiler to people listening for the movie Godzilla vs. Kong. Uh, This is a trailer that Legendary put out themselves, Mm -hmm. and they essentially spoiled a part of the movie. So, giving you guys a few seconds to click off and come back. We're going to talk about it for just a few minutes, but it is a spoiler. Um, So, in the latest Legendary Godzilla vs. Kong movie, Mm -hmm. they show Mechagodzilla. Oh, yeah, so when the first trailer came out, people were kind of, like, putting stuff together, right. like, oh, it's interesting how, like, the logo looks really, like, techno, yeah. and the color scheme that they use, and people were drawing their own yeah. conclusions, like, oh, well, maybe it's Mechagodzilla. Right. Like, it's super likely based on, like, little one-second screen grabs yeah. and stuff like that, like, and it it's fun to, like, theorize. analyze and yeah. theorize about that kind of stuff. But they literally, in the newest trailer, you saw Godzilla's eye, and then the reflection was, like, two like laser eyes and like a robot head so they literally showed mecha godzilla yeah i don't know who's in charge of marketing for this movie somebody got fired 
I don't think it's fired. Like it's literally oh, a few seconds. Uh, yeah, wow. they wanted to show Mecha Godzilla. Okay. So I don't know who's what has changed yeah. with their marketing for this movie. I think it's cooler to just theorize like yeah. okay, Godzilla they're showing who's fighting Kong, probably not the real Godzilla and then Godzilla and Kong team up, fight Mecha Godzilla, yeah, whatever. But you know that some people really need to be spoon-fed, so but it's Godzilla. Like Mecha Godzilla is like a pretty popular character yeah. in that universe of um I forget to- Toei? Is that Godzilla stuff? Sorry. Forgive I me, don't please. Know. I don't know either. That's why I'm just <laughs> Why are you asking me? Trying to rack the old brain. Um, but kinda disappointing. I'd yeah. rather see that reveal, even though movie. we knew it. Right. But like it's so weird because like Legendary's been like literally weekly sometimes yeah. a few times a week here's a new poster 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 right here's like tv spots and trailer it's like we can wait yeah like i don't know what people are gonna watch it it's on hbo right like, i just think that's weird a little bit yeah uh that's about it for news this week guys the oh only goodness. bits left are actually related to justice league so just to to be fair to everybody at time of recording it's two days after justice league came out we mm-hmm. don't want to talk about any news even though it's been pretty public i didn't have to dig too much for this i just want to make sure people who wanted to watch the movie later they have the chance so we're going to be saving the the news for like the spoiler part of our justice league discussion um so i guess we should just get into falcon winter soldier talk about that quick uh so the way we're going to do it is we're going to do non-spoiler just general discussion a little bit of spoiler if we feel like we need to and then we'll move on to justice league yeah. So, do you want to start? Oh, boy. Um, yeah, well, I actually was pretty surprised um, with the first episode. I personally am not huge into, like, superhero action movies. I watch them. Uh, but, you know, they're not my favorite thing. Um, and especially after just finishing WandaVision, which I absolutely loved, uh, I honestly wasn't super excited for this. I, you know, I was going to watch it, but, you know, wasn't, wasn't on my number one list of, uh. You know, I was in the same boat, actually. I was, uh, cause we talked about this. Maybe we'll go back and talk about it yeah. one day. We both really loved WandaVision, super different direction for Marvel. Yeah. And, uh, something really refreshing overall. Definitely. And with Falcon Winter Soldier, I just, I mean, based on assumptions and trailers, you think like the whole show is going to be about, well, who's Captain America? There's no more Captain America. Is it Falcon? Is it Bucky? Is it the guy from the trailers, which he's from the trailers? Yeah. US agent. Like, right. Who's Captain America? And just like punching and. Yeah. It's just going to be generic. Ah, It's it's more. I'm a superhero. Because I know people who watched WandaVision and not everybody, but some of the more smooth marvel fans (laughs) they watch wandavision and i literally i shit you not i saw like a few comments on probably like disney posts about wandavision someone said i gave the first episode uh half its runtime and i couldn't do it and if you break that down that's 15 minutes yeah this poor show had to entertain people like this for 15 minutes when it's not a punching and kicking and it's not and i respected it for that it absolutely I definitely i again like i'm not super into action movie type things so the fact that it went a different direction i was really happy with it so yeah then going into falcon and winter soldier i was like well it's just going to be more punching and kicking and 
uh, I was actually pleasantly surprised with the first episode. I really was too. I, it was really fun though too because with the the opening, it's actually opening on like a, a big action scene. Yeah. And watching it, like I literally had to remind myself, this isn't a movie. Yeah, it this definitely opened show. like a movie. Yeah, for and sure. I'm fairly certain. I don't know the exact numbers on it, but I think WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier have the same budget. Okay. But WandaVision had more episodes. Right. And Falcon Winter Soldier is going to have like six. Right. Um, so, I mean, it has to be balanced out with yeah. more so on the action set pieces yeah, and stuff like that, rather to probably for WandaVision, it was more VFX stuff. Yeah. You know, with right. types of powers. And yeah. Changing. Yeah. So that's, I, uh, oof, I lost everything right there. I can take that from you. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> so it, it does open on like an action set piece, but right after that, it, it does, it does a good job of humanizing falcon and bucky because you see falcon and a lot of the time he's just cracking jokes and everything's fun and levity and bucky usually just stands there and shoots with his gun (laughs) and he punches with his arm yeah and that's all the movies give them yeah and it's like you like these characters right like i don't know who are they well yeah exactly I mean, we get more on bucky because obviously he's been around this whole time and right. like he got more of like a fleshing out in uh, winter soldier and uh, civil war yeah with, like the types of issues that he had to go through i mean he was frozen for 90 years right. and used as a weapon yeah like, you would think that by now we would show how fucked up he is yeah and with falcon and winter soldier they're taking that opportunity to like explore these characters yeah Based on some of the trailers, I thought we were just going to get right into, like, open on an action scene yeah. of Falcon and Bucky just beating the shit out of people and they're cracking right. jokes and everything's yeah. all fun. And maybe they have, like, a little fight. And right. I know, like, in the trailer they have, like, that shot where it looks like they're in, like, a couples therapy type thing. Yeah. I thought we were going to get, like, right into that stuff. Yeah. Like, get right into the goof. But right. they're, they're setting these people up like people. Right. And not, like, you know. Yeah. Just things in the background and i think that that is great i really respect that i you know again like with the the wandavision thing we got to know more of wanda as a character we we again had no idea who she was really from the movies she was just there same thing with winter soldier and falcon they're just there uh we don't know a whole lot about them and so to be able to see their personal lives and to see like them doing like day-to-day human things is really cool i mean superheroes are superheroes but they're not like fighting crime all the time so what do they do in their downtime well this kind of fleshes it out a little bit and i think it's really cool to watch i mean we get into like some very like personal things with these characters and I think that's what they need. I mean, again, we don't know a lot about them. So if they just went in and started fighting, why would we really care that much other than the fact that, yay, it's Marvel, right? Like, so I think that it's really good that we're getting some backstory and like actually caring about these characters more. And I think the story that they're eventually going to go to might lean more into that. I mean, right. like I said, at the end of it, we're going to find out who's Captain oh, America. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, like, that's right. an important question yeah. with the show, regardless. I mean, this is this has been established in Endgame and even leading up to it. Like, right. Obviously, Cap gave Falcon the shield, but, yeah. like, 
there's a whole show centered around right. all of them. What and is he going to do with it? You see multiple people in trailers, like, holding yeah. shields. Like, right. who who does it ultimately belong to? Right, and exactly. We're going to find that out, and I just hope getting there, it does give us more of, like, a, an emotion yeah. rather than, well, this guy punches better, so right. he gets it. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So. And that's I think that it's better that they did it, you know, with a TV show in that regard, so that they can flesh them out more. Because, again... We don't know who they are. We've seen them in the movies in like little tidbits. They haven't been like the main characters, you know, for the for movies. So agree and disagree. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, don't really know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> you can argue that Bucky is a main character. Well, yeah. For Winter Soldier. Definitely. The, I guess in Civil War, maybe like more of a because he's not quite a side character. His right. story is important. In well, Civil yeah. War. Um. But I guess ultimately we're both pleasantly surprised and for sure actually really excited to see more. So definitely, uh, I didn't think of like a grading scale system. I guess I mean like I don't want to give you a generic. This episode's a seven out of ten. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, but you know like I the thing that like my placeholder right now was kind of uh, that meme. Uh, I pretend I do not see. Yeah. Versus uh, I am looking respectfully. Yeah. So that's going to be our grading scale for right now. <laughs> I'm not sure how long that'll keep, but. For now, it's it's cute. So, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I am looking respectfully. I would also look respectfully. Okay. And I'd encourage others to look respectfully. Mm. And it, it just started, so now is a good time to jump on this. Yeah, why not? Give it a chance. It wasn't that long. It was like, what, 40 minutes? Yeah, like 40, 45 minutes. So, yeah, just go watch it. So, we'll, uh, I guess, transition into spoilers yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So, we'll give you guys a few seconds. Um, like I said, we're going to be talking about Justice League and little bit here so i i don't know if i'm gonna do time codes i probably won't i'll uh actually wait to hear from people see what they think like i said it's gonna be a bit weird with tv shows and movies right for for the week to week but once falcon winter soldier wraps up i'm not really sure what comes out after that because loki's like june okay so i don't know not too sure um so three two one spoilers spoilers um, I guess not a whole lot to spoil. No, there I really mean, isn't. I, I think what's interesting, though, is how Bucky's, like, handling his trauma. Yeah. You could argue it is PTSD. Oh, he definitely has PTSD. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's having nightmares, and yeah, he's no. he has a checklist, which I'm really curious Textbook to... Textbook PTSD. Yeah. I'm really curious to see, like, what his checklist actually consisted of. I kind of wanted to pause. Yeah. It might just be, you know cameo producer names whatever but i did at the very least see zemo on there and Mm -hmm. based on all the the posters and stuff we know zemo's coming back in this at some regard um so it's it's interesting because like you don't see him deal with it all too much like the closest you get is in civil war when the revelation comes out that he killed tony's parents but it's like bucky doesn't have too much room to breathe because immediately tony wants to kill him cap has to try to defend him in this, you find out that Bucky actually was at, like, an embassy. Mm-hmm. It looked like he was tasked with something during his time as the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And there was a man who was literally wrong place, wrong Justified time. He was probably, there. like, late 20s, yeah. early 30s, maybe. And Bucky, being in his Winter Soldier state, he killed him. Right. And uh, where Bucky lives now, uh, I'm not sure where specifically they live. I don't know. Offhand. I know. Big city. I know Falcon went to uh, Louisiana, Louisiana, but um, Bucky's actually taken the time to be friends mm-hmm. with the father 
of the the person that he killed. That he killed. Right. Um, and it's really interesting kind of seeing that dynamic because there was like uh, a scene where they were in it looked like a sushi shop essentially. Yeah, some or just sort like of a, a Japanese yeah. type restaurant, and they had ordered mochi and. Uh, the father started getting emotional because yeah. they ordered uh, red bean mochi, I yeah. think. And he had said that that was his kid's favorite thing. Yeah, his and, favorite. And, like, Bucky started getting upset because, like, he, he has this guilt and regret oh, yeah. for what he was forced to do. He's right. not just... He's shut off, but he's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's not emotional, but he, he just has regret. Well, yeah. He feels bad because he killed an innocent kid. Yeah. And, you know... And now he has to listen to how upset his the the father is about it, and try to be friends with the father, and try to make it up to him somehow. But I mean, if you tell somebody, "Hey, I killed your kid, but I was brainwashed by like all these people," well, why the guy's not gonna care? At the end of the day, you still care. You still killed his kid. So like that's what Bucky is struggling with in these scenes, and it's really interesting to watch because. Again, like, I don't know. I think it's cool to see a superhero in therapy. Like, (laughs) at the end of the day, like, it's just humanizing him so much. I mean, yeah, he has this huge mechanical arm that, you know, that he kills people and everything. But he regrets what he what he had to do even though he had no control over it. Well, he it. covers everything up, too. Like, yeah. he wears, he like, wears a long gloves jacket on and both gloves. hands. Yeah. You know, like, so that he doesn't look like, you know, the person that he is. So he really tries to cover it up. He has a lot of shame in it. Um, and so seeing him struggle with this on a daily basis and just his normal day-to-day human interactions is really interesting. And I'm really, I'm really intrigued as to where they're going to go with it. See, what I really like, too, is at first when he was in therapy, mm-hmm. and I, obviously he's upset, yeah. you know, nightmares and stuff. I was like, why wouldn't he go to, like, Wakanda to, to just have them fix him? Because, obviously, right. they undid the brainwashing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this isn't brainwashing. This Mm-mm. this man has PTSD. Yeah, like, you like, can't erase no, that. Like, no, his human brain yeah. is messed up. Regardless of what any people at Wakanda or right. Shuri could do or yeah. anything. Like, nobody can just turn Turn that off like memories there's still memories exactly i mean erasing all that would be like erasing most of him and stuff like that exactly i don't know how like the technicalities of that would work right um so yeah they're doing a great job of humanizing bucky for sure we have not really gotten like a lot of time to just him right and while it's not just him he's sharing the spotlight with uh anthony mackie's character Mm -hmm. still uh it was mostly a bucky episode yeah. For the most part. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of split, but I think it was more leaning towards Bucky. Well, I think I think Bucky's was more impactful. The mm. struggles sure. that he was dealing with. Yeah. Because Sam was dealing with his own struggles that, you know, are taking a toll on him and everything. Trying to figure his stuff out. But I think when you compare the two directly, Bucky's are just more impactful because he killed somebody and now he's trying to be friends with his dad. Well, it's interesting, like, touching on Falcon, though, because a lot of his issues come back to uh, something we haven't seen before, and yeah. it's his uh, sister and her two kids. Right. And I found this really cute. I think the showrunners are doing this intentionally, mm-hmm. but when uh, his sister's kids, his yeah. uh, nephews, yeah. come up running to him, they call him Uncle Sam. Yeah. And, like, just looking at the parallels there, because right. uh, we haven't talked about it yet, but Falcon gives up the shield. Yeah. Because he'd rather have it displayed in a museum, and he's exactly. 
I mean, you understand the mentality of like, you know, Steve was a symbol. Yeah. I can't be that. Right. You know, like exactly. Falcon is still capable of doing what he does. Right. But like, but he's not Captain America. He's larger than life. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Cap's been around for over 80 years yeah. at that point. And, you know, he went back in time, lived his right. life, did all this kind of stuff. Like he knows he can't be that. Yeah. So he's like, why would I even try? Well, exactly. You know what I mean? And so, I don't think that that's wrong. No, I think that not. it's better that, you know, he says, I'm not Captain America. I'm not going to be the next Captain America. I'm my own person. You know, because we've seen like in the Spider-Man movies, for example, you know, it's almost like Spider-Man's trying to be the next Iron Man. And it's like, you're your own character, your own superhero. So... I don't want to talk about Spider-Man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but just, you know, like, I, I'm glad that they didn't go the same route with that. And I'm glad that they are, like, making him realize that I am my own person. I'm my own superhero. I do my own things. So I'm not going to be Captain America. I'm not going to even try to be Captain America. Obviously, you know, they were close. Cap gave Falcon the shield and everything. You know, he gave it to him for a reason. But I think it's really big of Falcon to say, you know, no, I'm not going to do that because nobody can replace him. Because at the end of the day, that's what they're trying to do is just replace Captain America. And how do you replace Captain America? You know, I feel really shitty because we keep saying Falcon. I forget his character's name offhand. I know it's just Sam. I don't oh, know it's his Sam. last name. Fuck. Okay. You just said Uncle Sam. Oh. <laughs> you dumb. Hey, I'm... I'm still new to this, okay? I'm saying things... <laughs> Why do I know that? And I'm not retaining them. I don't... Why do I know I that? I don't fucking know. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm still pretty confident that sam will be captain america at the end yeah you know like i just i think it's going to be more so seeing the journey from right feeling like you're not worthy to being like he gave it to me for a reason right which is yeah. what it's going to be mm -hmm. obviously yeah maybe not obviously we'll see um i mean i guess u.s agent we can talk about i don't know a whole lot about him from the comics i know he's more of like the government like replacement for captain america yeah I, don't know too much about him he's played by uh what wyatt russell yeah yeah kurt russell's son mm -hmm. uh cool I, he's a good actor we saw yeah. him you don't remember it but overlord the nazi zombie movie and right. then he was uh in that really great episode of black mirror right which right, if right, you right. haven't seen uh wyatt russell acting before i'd check out that episode of black mirror i think it was like season three mm -hmm. and it was like a, a vr horror simulator yeah. episode super great yeah like probably one of my favorite black mirror episodes um, not a whole lot to say. You just see him waving and smiling. He looks like a goober. Yeah. I've seen, uh, memes already of side-by-sides of him and, yeah. like, Carl from Up. Oh my god. Because their facial structure. I was gonna say, the yeah. way that they angled, <laughs> the way so, that they angled the camera at the end shot did him so dirty. They did not because, flatter that man. No, his, he looks like he has a massive jaw. And then you see him, like, in the end credits, like, there's just, like... You know, like a still picture of him. I don't think it doesn't even look like the same person. Right. It, he was just I don't know I don't know what they were thinking, but it was not a good angle at all. Yeah, so I guess that's about it for Falcon Winter yeah, Soldier. Still much. great. I yeah. mean I'm really a fan of I guess we didn't really touch on oh, I lost the, the thread with Sam and his sister. Yeah. Uh they're just basically trying to keep the family business alive. Yeah. And 
I guess this is like my only gripe with the episode is when they go to like a like a bank to take out a loan for right. the business. The guy was saying uh, the representative they were talking to was talking to Sam like you you couldn't get money from Tony yeah. before he passed. And Sam was like, it doesn't work like that. Right. And I'm like, why doesn't it? Huh. You can't hit up Pepper or Happy and be yeah. like, can you give me a hundred thou or right. a mil? And they're like, yeah, sure. Like, yeah. why? I think, I think they didn't want it. I think that was the thing. I think that the reason why he's like, it, that's not how it works is because that's not how he wants it to work. Like, he has that's his possible. government contracts that, you know, he, he earns his money. And, um... I think especially with his sister, like she doesn't she doesn't want the the Hand money outs. to just be given to her. Sure. Like I mean she has explained in the episode, like she worked really hard for the past five years during the blip and everything. So I think it was more along that lines. It's not the fact that he couldn't get the money, it's that they didn't want to go that route. I guess I could see that. I yeah. I guess I wish it was like phrased in a different way. Yeah. More so if that's the conclusion right. that they were going for. I just wish it was like verbalized differently yeah. not even just in the discussion but just yeah in general i think it was Sam's just talking. more implied that that was at least that's how i saw it at least was yeah. that it was just more implied that that was why the money wasn't right there mm-hmm. and i guess like a super small tidbit on the uh the whole bank thing it was really interesting because when the the rep was talking to him about like um what he was and wasn't able to take a loan out on yeah he's like yeah before the blip you could totally have a loan in this like certain uh i forget like the wording they use but under this certain contract you could get a loan but after the blip like we've tightened money up yeah which is really interesting that's like one of the first times we've seen what the world is like right after After... people coming back because i mean yeah imagine you're gone for five years yeah Obviously, you have no money. Yeah, you have you're not to have out. anything. Like, imagine, like, what would landlords do? Right. What would... I, you know what I mean? The economy like, itself would just be an absolute mess. Yeah, and, and that's the first time we ever really saw anything right. like that. Exactly. I mean, the only, the only thing we got in WandaVision was uh, Monica Rambo coming back in the hospital. Right. And just... Just being really confused. Yeah, and they had too many people right. and not enough beds, something like yeah. that. But like, this is the first time we see how the world is starting to move on Yeah, past it. Past so it, right. It's cool. Definitely. I'm super excited to see where this show goes. I am too. And I guess I'm a, a bit more... I like the fact that it's only six episodes. It just yeah. feels easier to, to digest. Oh, yeah. I sure. still love WandaVision. It's yeah. great. But like going back to rewatch it, there's not a whole lot of points to... like the first and second episode yeah. like they're important it's hard to phrase they're important but it's there's not so... a lot of like stuff like yeah. it, some of the episodes just it feels like nothing really happened yeah you know it's more just like a filler episode but not really a filler episode you know like it's the just... second episode with the magic show yeah like, that was all it was and i think the right. ending of that was the beekeeper yeah which was like a little thing but, yeah like, it but went away it really wasn't quickly super integral or anything so i think that the show is going to be you know kind of more the perfect amount at least you know that's what i'm thinking who knows what will actually happen but that's how i'm going into it looking i agree and i think that's it for uh falcon winter soldier this week yeah so that was the first episode we'll be covering the other five as Mm -hmm. they're coming out weekly um, I guess we move into Justice League. Yes. I have to 
readjust. So sure, you can readjust. I'll... My chair is going to be squeaking a little bit. Apologies yeah. in advance. <laughs> yeah, our our setup is like pretty ghetto right here. Uh, <laughs> I have great equipment. Uh, if anyone's ever curious about like the type of equipment I have, I'm really happy with how things are sounding. Hopefully it's translating to you guys. If it's not, please let me know. Uh, this is going through Audacity. Never used it before. Super new at all this. Uh, any, not even pointers, just saying how it sounds to other people through other devices, listening means. Let me know. Let us know. Yeah, we're not going to be butthurt about it. We have no idea what we're doing. No, we're ignorant. We would love Educate me, please. Feedback. I looked up so much info on trying to learn. And, and I looked up nothing. Nothing. You're just here for the <laughs> I'm ride. I'm here. That's it. I'm present and I'm speaking. So what we're going to do is non-spoiler review. Yep. Uh, talk about the news associated with it, which will be really quick. And then spoiler stuff if we want to. Yeah. And then we'll wrap up. So Sounds good. I know I'm kind of saying the breakdown a lot, but I just want the audience, uh, you guys listening, to kind of get the gist of where it's going. Yeah. And this week is just kind of weird just because there's two right. things and there's like news associated with the one thing. And I'm trying to be respectful and... I don't want anyone upset on our first episode, like, oh, you spoiled the plot point for me that yeah. I didn't know, and it was news, and you right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, trying to eliminate all that, so, we're trying to be good people. We try. Try. <laughs> so, I almost want to start with my final review audit. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll just do, like, the summary, overall thoughts. It. It, it's just so, like, shocking to me. You yeah. know what I mean? And mm -hmm. this is, like, a good shocking. Because this is coming from two people, you especially, mm -hmm. who the DC movies are fine. Yeah. I still haven't seen Shazam. I still haven't no. seen Aquaman. Nope. We just recently watched Wonder Woman in 84 yeah. when 84 came out on HBO. Yep. Like, we watch them. We're just not super in there like some people are and if you are that's fine no judgment like what you like yeah. who cares for example i fell asleep in the movie theater during batman v superman <laughs> um so yeah if that just says anything about my interest level in uh these dc movies and also i remember nothing of what happened during the first justice league and uh when we watched it kenny was actually the one taking shots anytime uh something stupid happened and I was just telling him when to take the shots, and I'm the one that doesn't really remember what happened. So The Joss Whedon Justice League, yeah. just to clarify. I yes. know what I'm talking about yeah. with Snyder's, So, but... yeah, that just shows my interest level in this. Um, going into this, I was <laughs> not excited. I was literally complaining about it at work. I was like, guys, I have to watch <laughs> the Zack Snyder Justice League movie, and it's four hours long, and I just... I really don't want to watch it, but I have to. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I went into this greatly excited. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, like I was saying, like, it's just, it's surprising how he was able to turn it around. Yeah. Compared to, I don't know specifically, I've seen Justice League once, mm -hmm. like I said, and I was drunk. Right. <laughs> closer to, like, the halfway point of it. Yeah. Like, I don't remember specifically some parts I do remember being in the original cut, other mm -hmm. stuff. I mean, we know that there were reshoots. I think yeah. he was given 70 million for reshoots, I okay. believe. Uh, and that included, I think, like editing and stuff like that. So it was it was interesting with his quote unquote small budget. Yeah. What he was able to do with um, 
basically turning around and making a whole new movie and yeah. what he wanted to do. Right. Um, so super general spoiler, not spoilers, super general <laughs> thoughts. Yeah. Um, amazing, maybe great. A lot of fun. Yeah. I All mean, of the above. I, I liked it. I was surprised. I mean, the, the way that it's structured, it's, I, I don't want to excuse it, but like, you can almost understand why it's four hours. Yeah. Like, in one regard, you have to think, he went into this probably thinking he's never doing another DC thing. Right. Like, I would assume, because he's not on the slate for anything right, right now. And why wouldn't you make your ultimate vision, just yeah. in case, put in everything that you've wanted to talk right. about? Exactly. Just, why not? You have however long you want the runtime to be, yeah. make it four hours. Right. Like, do what you want. Uh, it's interesting, because it was originally going to be four one-hour parts all released at the same time but they just put it together yeah um i don't know why they made that original decision maybe yeah. four hours sounded too long and it does but it yeah. doesn't feel like four hours no um so it's really interesting the the first i guess third maybe mm -hmm. you can argue like the first third is a lot of character building that you didn't get in justice league yeah a lot of these characters like flash and cyborg were just thrown at you yeah and it's like you know them right and you're like uh, not really well, right like exactly. i know who the flash is yeah but who is this guy yeah like, exactly that's i the one thing that i will say about the uh the what is it? Josh Whedon? Josh Whedon? Josh Whedon? You don't need to say his name okay. right. He's a shitbag. Sorry. Oh. Um. All right. Well, uh, so that version of Justice League, I just remember, <laughs> I was like, why is there no explanation for anything? Things are just happening in this movie, and I don't know why. And obviously, I'm not a, again, not a huge, like, superhero fan nerd i don't know a lot of stuff about superheroes especially dc so for me i was like <laughs> yeah i know their names but like why are they here right now you know like why are they all coming together what's what's going on was basically what i thought with the the first release of justice league with this version with snack <laughs> snack snack zider dude that is that is fucking great <laughs> Snack Zider. Oh wow! Okay, Zach's I, gonna be flattered. You I said must that. be hungry. Have you seen Zach that? looking like a snack? I don't even know what he looks like, honestly. I don't think you've seen it, but there's a, a clip from a few years ago, and I was reminded of it because uh, my buddy told me about it. Yeah. And there's a comedian talking on stage. Someone looks like they're filming from the audience, whatever, um, telling jokes. Picks out a random guy, talks to him. You know, yeah. some generic dialogue exchanged asked him what he does he's like oh i'm a filmmaker and then he talks about oh have i seen anything you've made he's like yeah. i don't know maybe and he's like well, what's your name zach <gasps> zach who zach snyder oh no it's fucking great <laughs> that's awesome like just not even knowing and you're yeah he's like oh shit oh, whoops <laughs> oh sorry for heckling you and i feel like I don't think it was even heckling. I think Zack Snyder is pretty recognizable how he looks like. Yeah. I, I know you said you haven't seen him, but yeah. he's, I don't think he would blend in too much. But right. I, I know there, um, there was like a picture between the two and then they, yeah. they took after the show. Super yeah. great. Yeah. But it's just funny. Like, yeah. I don't know why that reminded me of yeah. just like snack, <laughs> snack Zyder memes. Oh boy. Um, anyways, 
so there's a lot of fleshing out of the of the characters in this in this version of Justice League, and it's something that I really appreciated because again, in the first one, I was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, I don't, I don't understand what's happening or why it's happening. With this one, everything was explained in a cohesive manner, and so yeah, the movie had to be long in order for that to happen, but I think it was essential for, like, the movie itself. I think it's essential to know where these characters are coming from and to be able to flesh them out a little bit and have more of the story of bringing them together. Because, you know, it just it just kind of happens in the first Justice League, but there's, there's more reasoning as to why each character says yes I'll join you um and I think that it makes the movie a whole lot a whole lot better it makes way more sense and let's be honest if this was like his original theatrical vision from 2017 2018 it wouldn't be four hours long no like I said it's probably because he just go all in yeah you know like why wouldn't you HBO is giving you the budget they're telling you what you can and can't do and if you're able to make it that long and why not? tell what you want to, then right. why wouldn't you? Um, and I do really like the way that, like I said, like the structuring, like the beginning, like you start to understand them. And then yeah. the, the middle is very familiar. If you've, yeah. if you've seen the movie, you can kind of, you can pick out what's been in it before. But like the, the way that some of the scenes have been changed around is it helps the story flow better. Definitely. Like, Joss Whedon liked to throw in a lot of, like, bullshit jokes that yeah. weren't even funny. Like, I think I, during the, this isn't a spoiler, it's from the first one, the Superman yeah. fight, when he first wakes up, he's right. disoriented, doesn't yeah. recognize the league. Right. Um, hits Batman away, and Batman's like, oh, that's gonna leave a mark, or something yeah, fucking stupid, stupid. Something like that. That was gone from the movie. Yeah. And, like, a lot of those just stupid, And it happened the a dialogue. lot with... with... Uh, with Barry Allen too, with yeah. the Flash, like he would just make dumb, stupid remarks, and, and a lot it, of it was stuff... so out of place. It's just like, is he supposed to be the only comic relief in this movie? Like, are you trying to go more of like a Marvel angle, like a more like lighthearted, like oh, just throw a joke in there and it'll totally be okay? Like it, it felt so out of place in the original, in the original cut of the movie. And this is totally up to interpretation, but with the the Snyder cut, uh, I he feels more like a goofball than yeah. like annoying or I have to quip. You yeah. know what I mean? Like well, he just exactly. seems like, oh, this is who he is. He's just yeah. kind of goofy. Well, yeah, and we'll get more into that later because I love Barry Allen. <laughs> she loves Ezra Miller. <laughs> no, as Barry Allen, I love Barry Allen. Do you? Like the character himself? Yeah. Or, I watched the first few episodes of the Flash series. Barry's not usually kind of, but not as much as Ezra Miller I mostly is, just love him because he's a crime lab tech. Okay. <laughs> this is uh, in like the the Flash TV show yeah. and like a lot of the, like incarnations of Barry are. Yeah. It's not a spoiler for the, no. the movie or anything. He's... But yeah, I just, it, it's hard to talk about this movie without getting into spoilers well, without because getting into it, yeah. the movie itself is, you know, it's the same story. Yeah. Quote but there's unquote. more stuff involved. Yeah. But like the, what Zach chose, like with how to structure the three parts of it, 
well, technically there's seven parts, yeah, but the way, like it. beginning, middle, end, yeah. the way that he's structured is a lot more different. Like the final fight is totally different. Yeah. Not a spoiler. Um, just the way that he decided to show off his vision. Yeah. Was, uh, I, I give him credit. Like it, that's what it comes down to. It's like a lot of the time, like Zach gets clowned on, yeah. like people would just, I mean, BVS. I used to clown on him. BVS, well, BVS still isn't a good movie. No, it's just, not. Just because this is good doesn't mean his older stuff, no. his older DC stuff, rather. right? I don't mean to, I'm not, because yeah. he did like 300 and Watchmen. Right, It has right, nothing right, to right. do with no. this. Um, like, that stuff did deserve to get clowned on, because yeah. BVS it is sucked. still a bad movie, arguably. I will never arguably. watch that movie again. Um, so it's really cool that he was able to, like, take the time and create what he wanted. And maybe it's his last hurrah. But, I mean, like, the reception of this. Like, this has got to be one of the more highly reviewed uh, DC movies. Yeah. I think got to be up there with... Uh, the original Wonder Woman's pretty up there, I think. Mm. I think Shazam right. might be. I know Aquaman made a lot of money. I'm not sure how the reviews are on it, though. Yeah, I feel like that was mostly just because of Jason Mimosa, though. And it's yes, probably... I said Mimosa. <laughs> probably uh people just women to, yeah women just want, i remember uh i had a co-worker at, at my job and then like her little cubicle she had like a picture of jason yeah. momoa as aquaman just pinned we'll there. get into like, that too because i don't understand the hype but maybe that's just me oh <laughs> um i guess that's that's really it though yeah it, i mean honestly as i said before i was not looking forward to this movie me neither I I was honestly kind of dreading it. Like, I knew we had to do it for the podcast, and I was like, you know what, I'll get through it. But um, I'll admit, I started getting a little tired towards the, the last couple parts um, of the movie, but that was also just because, like, it was midnight and I had been up since 4 a.m. for work. Um, so I lost a little bit at the end but it didn't feel like a four hour long movie no that, that's one it, of the it main... kept me intrigued and entertained the entire time like there wasn't even when i started getting tired towards the end there wasn't a point in time when i thought to myself i'm bored like there wasn't a, a lull in the movie where i was just like all right can this like start wrapping up like i i never felt like that and i was actually pleasantly surprised by that because i definitely think that I wasn't expecting that at all. See, that's what I kind of like about, like, the first... If you want to cut it up between the first two hours and the last two hours. Yeah. Um, the first two, like, feels like a different movie. Yeah. Like, it's, like, like we said, it's a lot of setup. It's a lot of establishing these characters, actually, right. without just throwing them at you. Yeah. And... That stuff was really engaging because it was new. We're, I'm it not makes sure, you care about them. I'm not sure how it'll hold up after multiple viewings, but right. like at the very least, like seeing the first half of the movie, like yeah. it's like, oh, we're already two hours in, right? Like, and exactly. Then once you hit that point, you're starting to hit the more familiar things yeah. that you recognize from the the original cut, right? Um, so honestly, I'm glad that we started with this movie as our first. Yeah. Um. I guess I'd give it a very highly recommended. I'm looking respectfully. Yeah, I would. I would also give it that, and I would encourage other people to look respectfully. Yeah. Even if, even you know, even if the time of the movie scares you, you could break it up into two parts. You could break it up into the first two hours, and then you know, take a break, let it digest, watch the second half. 
You know, if you're scared about sitting down for four hours, do that. It's on HBO. You're not in a movie theater. You can pause the movie. And, and you can see it for take free. Take a break. Exactly. Start your free trial. Just watch Justice League. Maybe yeah. Maybe watch some other stuff and then dip out. You can... I definitely recommend it. And that's I, coming yeah. from somebody, again, that fell asleep during BVS. I mean, we actually got originally our uh, HBO subscription because uh, Wonder Woman 1984, yeah. it was the first movie that was kind of announced as the same day release right. with theaters type thing. And I don't know if Wonder Woman ever actually hit theaters, but it I still hit know. HBO same right. day that the release day was. And fucking that movie's a dumpster fire. So yeah. if we got our, if we started HBO off that, like yeah. you can a hundred percent start it with justice league. Yeah. And if you want to keep that subscription and keep going like, yeah, fantastic movie, honestly, sure. like no, no jokes credit to Zack Snyder. I'm glad he was able to finally get his ultimate vision out. Yeah in lieu of everything that happened in his life right. thankfully and i hope that he's happy honestly yeah. with how people are receiving his movie because yeah. i mean imagine like you know it's justice league and it was half you and half some other guy right. but your name is still tied to garbage yeah you know what exactly I mean? it'd and... be like if you did like a project with someone <laughs> yeah. in, in college and yeah. it's like okay here's my half and the other guy just shits and pisses all over yeah, it yeah exactly it's like well this is like cool not all right great. that's not what i envisioned my name at is all. on that right so yeah so it's cool that he actually got to to have his creative vision fleshed out entirely because i think it did great absolutely uh, so we're going to cut to spoilers now. We'll give you guys yeah. a few seconds. Uh, we're going to talk about the news first, and then we'll talk about the spoilers. So yes. give you a few minutes while I... Minutes? A few minutes. <laughs> Don't We'll talk. give you like three more hours, just in case you want to skip ahead. Yeah, whatever you want to do. Um, pulling out my notes on the phone here. All right, so we are in Justice League spoilers now. Um. We're talking about the the news, back to it, just some stuff that was brought up by Zach, because he obviously started doing interviews and discussing mm -hmm. the movie and different ideas, and uh, we can talk about how that relates to the movie now without yeah. spoiling anything. Right. So the first bit of news, it was actually the first thing that I wrote down for the, the podcast. Yep. Um, so this had nothing to do with Zach. I think it was one of those, um, you know how like for the Marvel movies, or I guess for any type of like bigger budget superhero movies you have the costumes on display and like those really big like like halls like you can walk around and see okay, like oh yeah, that yeah, was yeah. actually in the yeah. movie or okay. this vehicle or yeah. weapon stuff like that so there was something like that for i don't know if it was the whole justice league or just deathstroke but deathstroke's armor from justice league was on display mm -hmm. and deathstroke was back in justice league mm -hmm. uh snyder's cut uh he was at the end yeah so you didn't really get, like, a good look at this part of the costume while the movie was going on. Um, but he has an emblem on his sword. Oh, right. And the implication <laughs> that they wanted was that it was the symbol of Ra's al Ghul. Which, Ra's al Ghul is the head of the dragon. He's the head of the, um, I forget what their clan is, but... The clan that Batman trains with typically like when he first starts and mm -hmm. he learns all of his martial arts and stuff right. like that. Really important to the overall Batman mythos, typically. So the emblem is from Halo 3. <laughs> How that happened was, don't know if it was an intern, don't know if it was somebody really low on the production totem pole. <laughs> if you Google Ra's al Ghul logo, symbol, whatever. The first thing that comes up is that. 
and it's uh, I forget what the symbol's actually called yeah. from uh, Halo Three, but it's a pretty popular one and one that people recognized pretty immediately. And what happened was somebody used it for their League of Shadows fan fiction <laughs> on a wiki from like forever ago. <laughs> That's what Ra's al Ghul is the head of, by the way, the League yeah. of Shadows or the League of Assassins as well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so somebody used it for their fan fiction and that was enough to put it <laughs> as the first result for Ra's al Ghul logo. Yes. And that was phys- it physically on the sword. Yeah. It wasn't like digitally added or anything like that. If you look at the costume, that logo is there. So... I guess we finally get confirmation that uh, Deathstroke is a gamer. Yeah, I guess so. Um, Jeez. Big ups. Whoever wrote that fan fiction. Big ups. How? Huge ups. Because, (laughs) wow. My man was playing the long con. (laughs) He he had this, like, this eldritch insight (laughs) into, like another plane of existence oh my god because this i don't think the fanfic was recent is the I thing i can't imagine that it would be that's what i mean it's like this is something from forever ago right and he god like i just, just don't imagine understand. waking up and knowing that right you did Be that proud of yourself for that i just don't understand how like somebody didn't do just a little bit more research into that like they just didn't care they were like just throw it on there it's fine see that's what's crazy is like that first bit is what started worrying me about the Snyder Cut because <laughs> yeah. $70 million and that's what you come up with. Um, obviously, it didn't impact the movie in any yeah. regard, the quality of the overall movie. There was a lot of care and love. Yeah. So the sure. last, not last, the second piece is uh, if you've seen the trailers for Zack Snyder's Justice League, you would probably recognize when joker is there yes. and he says we live in a society big meme now this has been memed to shit so i'm not even gonna yeah delve into that so snyder did a an interview leading up yeah. to justice league and he said that the we live in a society line was jared leto's idea of course it was just for the trailer Ugh. no intention of actually yeah. putting it in the movie right this is great jared leto playing the long con as well is jared leto the same guy who came up with the halo emblem we don't probably know. probably because he's an asshole i'm sorry i hate jared leto don't like him he's a cult leader so it doesn't surprise me that he would want to do something like this that's a whole other discussion <laughs> um this is great though uh, you gotta give jared credit though because, well yeah like, he just wanted to do a meme and i you know Props to them for letting him do it. Yeah. Honestly, you know, it was it was a little like funny, like nod type thing, and it's only in the trailer, you know, because I was worried that it was gonna be in the movie again, and I was like, are we really just gonna do this? So I like the fact that it was just in the trailer. It was a funny little nod. That's fine. Sure. Um, another bit of news. I think this is from the same interview. Zach actually wanted Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. to reprise his role. From the 2011 Green Lantern oh movie. Um, <laughs> yes. There ended up being issues. I think Warner Brothers told him no. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. Or maybe it was just like an intro script idea thing, you know. Um, 
if you don't know, the 2011 Green Lantern's horrible. I did actually watch that movie. Did you really? Yeah, I watched it with my mom forever ago. And I remember it being horrible. (laughs) I think I had the Blu-ray for it. I don't see it over here. I actually, um, yeah, I actually watched that movie, surprisingly enough. I think that would have been fun, but obviously, you know, when you're in the writing phase, you can throw out whatever ideas you want to. And uh, last bit of news, Um, speaking of Green Lanterns, uh, Zach also wanted Jon Stewart to appear in the Snyder Cut, who is traditionally a Green Lantern. I would say he's cooler than Hal Jordan. Yeah. But, uh, because... If you don't know his backstory, he's he's like military. Okay. So like, because with the the lantern rings, a lot of like your constructs are based on like your mental, yeah, like what you come up with. Right. A lot of Hal's Hal Jordans are like yeah. like goofy, like big yeah. blo- boxing glove yeah. or like stuff like that. Johns are like really like mechanical and yeah. intricate. Like he does more like guns or like when he builds a structure, he can like actually visually see everything that okay. comprises it. Like right. he's really technical in that yeah. regard. So it's really cool. Um, unfortunately, DC said that they had other plans for him, so they couldn't implement him. Okay. But at the same time, that's good because yeah. DC is still looking at the possibility of green lantern. Anything. Right. I mean, at least give us a show. I mean, like yeah. we need something green lantern. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause the only thing that's come out is from 2011. So Yeah. And uh, he was, well, not he, but a Green Lantern was actually in the Snyder Cut, which was cool. He was actually, I don't know if it was the same one, Mm -hmm. the same type of alien, but there was one in the original cut. I do remember that. Okay. Um, It was kind of funny because not to get too much into the movie now, but it was funny because Darkseid tried to grab the ring, but the ring like flew away from him. Flew away, yeah. No way a Green Lantern ring would stay with Darkseid. No. Because if you know, like, the colors are based on emotions, typically, and green is willpower. Right. I think Darkseid would be more Yellow Lanterns, which are fear. Yeah. I think he's more about that life. For sure. Don't think a a green ring would stick around. Um, So that's it for the rest of the Snyder news. Like I said, just wanted to cover that so we didn't spoil anybody on anything. Spoilers for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, how do you want to do it? You want to go part by part? Because I have it written down part by part. I don't know if we need to go part by part. Part one. No, That's... it's fine. <laughs> I don't need to go part. It's by just part. it's hard to pick a point to start at. You yeah. know what I mean? Because there's not like a huge bunch of spoilers. A lot of it does come back to what we said. It's a lot of like character development. Like with yeah, Barry. Uh, you have that. You know, at first I thought it was kind of cute, but thinking about it, that scene with that girl, it was kind of weird yeah. with the car crash. Because I thought it was endearing, like, you know, oh, like, they like each other. It's mm-hmm. like this unsaid thing. And then the crash happens. But, like, the way, I don't know. Like, he, like, slowly picks her up. Yeah. It just... It was a little weird. Uh, it was a little creepy. Yeah. He also didn't check on the other guy. Nah, he didn't the, care. The truck driver who caused Why would whole... you care about him? He was reaching for his burger on the floor. But... He still could have veered into like other cars. Doesn't matter, right? Right. <laughs> um, a lot of it comes back to that, or like you get more fleshing out of like Cyborg. Yeah. Actually, you you see him as Victor Stone. Yeah. Playing football, like high school Which football. Is awesome. And you see how, again, I don't remember if this was in the original cut, but you see how he loses his mom and yeah. how he turns into Cyborg. He was. Yeah. Like it was like kind of shocking, like seeing him like in, in the, the hospital, hospital with like. The, yeah. the missing eye and like the the, the missing lost arm, arm. yeah like, it was rough some of the um we'll actually get into it later with the ending but like some of the 
gore, I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised that he was able to get away with it. Like, some yeah. of it... Was... All right. Especially Steppenwolf. Yeah. Dude, Steppenwolf gets the fucking business. <laughs> I love it. It was good. What's, what's crazy, too, is, like, I actually kind of liked Steppenwolf. I didn't feel bad for No, him, yeah. But... We got a lot more characterization on him, even, in this movie. Like, we understood why he was trying to do everything that he that he was doing like why he was trying to destroy earth like we got a lot more backstory on that so it it made more sense as to like why he was there and why he was trying so hard to impress dark side it's funny though too because when he would hit up the people from apocalypse like they treated him like a shit bag they're like the fuck do you want i know they were like conquer the planet yet? yeah they were like you still owe him fifty thousand more planets so fuck off until you do that (laughs) Like, dark side keeps receipts yeah like he's like <laughs> coming in with like you owe the debt of destroying all these other planets <laughs> and steppenwolf's like but 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 earth though yeah and Look they're like this. no not good enough try harder yeah um i i still love because in the the original cut um with steppenwolf invading themyscira Mm-hmm. the Themyscarans get fucking pushed in quick. Like, oh, that yeah. whole scene is, like, I feel like five minutes. It's just glossed over, yeah. Like, he, he gets in and out quick. Yeah. There's a little bit of a scuffle, but, like, yeah. he he does business pretty quick. Um, And they actually gave the Themyscarans, like, more of a fight with him. Yeah. Like they, Which makes sense. Yeah. Like, they put up a bigger fight, and it was still ultimately the same result, but right. it was... It, it, it was made more them, fleshed out. It made them look more like better warriors. Um, yeah, because you know they're <laughs> supposed to be like these to superior be. warriors. And I got, I got to give the the film this once. Steppenwolf shoulder checks a horse. Oh my god! I literally wrote down "yeet da ponies," dude. Like <laughs> it was the the fucking coolest shit. He Just shoulder the way checked he... it, and then he. To, he in, right after that he, he picked one. up a horse and just threw it. Yeah, he hit him with like, like the like the from behind, like yeah, flip over the front, he like a just, car. Like yeeted it into the air, Insane. and oh my god, I was like, wow, wow, he like actually means business. He's actually really strong. Yeah, and he doesn't look like a gray wrinkly penis. No, either. he looks his design overall in this movie is a lot better. It's it's obviously similar because that's what the character well, looks yeah. like. But, like, overall, like, the facial structure. So much better. I like his armor a lot yeah. more, too. His armor is, like, reactive. Yeah. Like, like, it's, like, constantly, not constantly, but when he moves, the armor moves. And you can see it happening. Or even, like, it's when he gets so upset, like, spikes come yeah, out. Like, it it's comes cool. Out. It's, like, yeah. some really fun detail. So, not to get too all over the place. If you want to start at your part one, we can kind of go a little bit by bit. We can just uh, I mean, it. we pretty much talked about what I had in part one was, like, just the fact that... We started fleshing things out more and, you know, there was, there was more setup. Uh, I don't remember how the first Justice League opened, but I, f- I believe it opens on the, the Batman scene. Remember when in this cut, mm-hmm. uh, he meets Gordon, like yeah, on the rooftop. It was something how, similar. That's how I thought but it, it was, like opened like that and it didn't make any sense. He was chasing somebody up the stairs, right. I think. And then interrogating him and then a, a parademon yeah flew like down. it didn't I think make any it sense it was like why is it what's what's going on right now you know and uh and the way that this movie starts off it just it's more cohesive i know i know we've said it 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 just makes more sense it's like actual storytelling instead of just throwing a bunch of things together and calling it a movie um 
and again, I appreciated uh, the the even the the small characterizations of, of Steppenwolf. I thought that even that was important to the movie, just to just to understand his character more. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all I had for the first first part. I still appreciate like what they did with introducing Aquaman. I just feel like if I had to pick a part to erase, it would be that. Yeah. It just didn't do too much. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't really like that part. Um, and I wrote it down here. It didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Again, we know that Jason Mimosa is hot. You know? We get that. But, like, there's a whole scene of, like, him walking in slow-mo with a shirt off and that... water, like, coming over him. I was like, come on. I think Zach was feeling himself. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> like... You don't remember this from the original Justice League, and I got reminded of one of these, um, but Joss was kind of creepy with Gal Gadot. Um, do you remember when Bruce and Barry came off the plane mm-hmm. and they met? There's literally a shot from the original cut that's just her ass. So oh. the camera's right behind her, and you hardly see Barry and Bruce. Yeah. You just see her ass, and I know um, when they're fighting in the... Uh, it was in, what, the the Gotham... Where, where the prisoners were. Okay, yeah. Where, where they had, like, the smaller yeah. fight. Um, I know during that, Barry crashes into Diana. Yeah. And he's, like, on top of right. her. Oh, yeah. And I, I, remember, I remember hearing about that before. Ezra Miller's like, I don't want to do this. Right. And, like, Joss Whedon, Joss Whedon made him do it. Yeah. Shit like that. So yeah. I I really appreciate the fact that, I mean, Zach's not a fucking creep. Like, right. Like yeah. Joss's. Exactly. Um, but, like, all that stuff gone. And yeah. if anything, sexualize the guys. Like, yeah. I just, it's so gross. Like, especially when she's, like, the only she's female the only girl. Yeah. in the team. I mean, yeah. you know, Amy Adams is there. Yeah. Um, but like she's the only like powerful right. quote unquote, you know, yeah. sexy team like not sexy, but you know, like she's powerful and hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like exactly. she's still like a powerful icon. Uh and it's just gross seeing her just like sexualized for no reason. Yeah. Like Yeah. And that's a, I I just didn't really understand the Aquaman thing cuz the the other thing is too is that he <laughs> throughout the movie is portrayed as like this alcoholic which i was like okay and i'll admit i didn't watch aquaman um i've read some of the aquaman comics um oh, yeah you read the, but, the new 52 yeah volume one I think. yeah and i was really interested i really liked aquaman as a character after i read that um this i was just like very not interested in him as a character. I again, I didn't watch the Aquaman movie, so that's on me. But the way that he was portrayed in this, I just it wasn't as great as the other characters. I see like the what he's trying to go for. Yeah. Like he did even briefly describe it, Aquaman saying like the Atlanteans don't want me really yeah. and I don't want them. Right. Like I was forgotten by my mom yeah. and stuff which is all true. Like yeah. this is uh dealt with in the Aquaman movie. Right. There were still plot points that I know get addressed in that movie at the very yeah. least. So, because how he had said, like, uh, his mom dies or right. something like that. She's not dead mm-hmm. in the Aquaman movie. Stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I, I think if I had to pick somebody, like, the weakest, probably be a tie between Aquaman and Diana still. But yeah. these are characters who do get fleshed out in their, in their own, own movies, movies and yeah. later on. So, it's, yeah. like, it's hard because you got to give the spotlight to people who don't have their own own mediums yet like flash and cyborg so yeah i was just that 
I guess if we're talking about like weaker parts, um, I do want to pick on the Lois Lane stuff just for a little bit. Yeah. Here's the thing. Amy Adams is an amazing actress. Yeah. Um, if you guys have seen Sharp Objects, uh, we watched it's it great. on HBO. Yeah. Super great show based on, a, I think, a Gillian Flynn book who did yep. Gone Girl. Yep. Uh, amazing show. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to see Amy Adams act, you watch oh, yeah. that. You want to see an alcoholic? You watch that. Don't yeah. watch Jason Momoa. <laughs> no. She was great. Um, but I, I feel like if you're going to show, like, these Lois Lane scenes, and of course, like, she's sad Clark is dead. Right. You know, it's not just Superman's dead. It's yeah. Clark is dead. Right. Like, her... Her love. Her, yeah, everything like that. And you understand where they're coming from, but I feel like they should have kind of capitalized on her acting capabilities and, like, yeah. make us feel sad. Like, she just kind of seemed bummed. Yeah. Like, she, she went was... to the monument, and she hung out, and she's like... Well, this sucks. Yeah. And then she talked, um, well, she um, thought she talked to Martha yeah. when it was actually fucking Martian Manhunter. Um, it, I, I just feel like with an actress like that, especially now if you're going back, and yeah. maybe maybe Zach couldn't. Maybe right. this is just stuff that, that was left over, cutting room floor. He was able to repurpose or anything. Yeah. I would understand that. Just saying, I, I feel like it's... With, with something that's so important, because... Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Superman fight still happens. Lois comes up. She's the one who brings him back down. She centers him. She brings him back to the... Or he brings her back to his parents' house. Right. They talk. Emotional moments. Great. Yeah. I just wish that we kind of gave Lois more to do in her scenes. I'm not saying throw her out in random places in the movie. Like, fill her out more. No. I just mean, if you're going to bring her back give her more purpose or make us feel her pain you know what i mean yeah the only thing that they really touched on was just the fact that like when she was talking to martha um you know martha was concerned because she hadn't gone to work or anything she was like oh well like you know like you kind of have to move on like can't let this like bring you down forever but that was the most it was touched on really like other than that it just kind of glossed over it again like yeah she's sad she's bummed out her love died but we didn't really get to see a whole lot of that emotional aspect um which again maybe they they didn't want to do that they didn't have time to do that whatever whatever but i think it definitely could have benefited from just a little bit more of it for sure do you have a what are we at part three now or part four um the only other thing i had in part two was just um they had that sequence with like the the ancient defenders of earth um, oh, I thought that was pretty cool. Was that only part two? I thought yeah. that was later. The nope, fight? That was in part two. That fight was sick. Yeah. You see that Zeus was, yeah. and Ares and Athena. Yeah. And men. <laughs> men. <laughs> yeah. And you like, see a Green Lantern? Yeah. That w- that fight was, was really cool. And it sets up why Earth is so important to Darkseid. Um, you know, which, again, is just more storyline, more fleshing it out as to why steppenwolf is even on earth trying to destroy it um you know it shows the mother boxes being you know they tried to get unified and then the defenders of earth were like nah get out of here um so yeah that was a it was a really cool scene that again just gave more backstory and then it dark side actually like i don't know he like hit his axe or whatever on the ground and created the what what was it called the anti-life the anti-life equation he didn't create it he found it Oh, he found it there. Okay. Yeah. So that's something I do want to talk about. Um, so my buddy actually brought this up and mm-hmm. it was something that like, I guess I saw on my own, Yeah. but it was something that he brought up as an issue. So I just kind of wanted to dissect it a little bit. 
um, he had said how Darkseid had basically forgotten the planet that had like the <laughs> yeah. ultimate death thing on yeah. it. Yeah. And for me, this is what I got out of it is they had established. I mean, they told Steppenwolf, "Go destroy, go destroy fifty thousand other planets, yep. and maybe you'll come back." Yeah. And they had said uh, Darkseid had destroyed at least like a hundred thousand yeah. or something. If you're going that far in the universe, yeah. galaxy, whatever. And, like, yeah, you lost on the one, but, yeah. like, he doesn't know the name of Earth. He, it's not right. like he's flying his own ship and yeah. he's like, I'm going to that one. You know what I mean? That's yeah. kind of, like, what I saw it more as is, like, dude's just been doing this shit forever. Yeah. And, yeah, he found it and he lost and he got yeeted back, but obviously he went back to Apocalypse to heal with right. the assumption because he had, like, the yeah. pretty bad cut. Yeah. Um, nearing, like, decapitation, yeah. really. It was yeah. close to it. Uh, so that's kind of like what I saw out of it. Did you, did you feel the same way or was it more uh, I like, like I could am see I it. giving too many excuses? No, I feel like I could see it from both sides. I mean, when you do, I don't know, like when you win all the time, I feel like you would remember the one place that you lost at. Um, but again, I can see it from the point of view that you're saying as well, that like he has destroyed so many worlds that, you know, he doesn't remember where he was. He doesn't remember you know, what was going on. So I, I don't really, I don't really know. I feel like he wouldn't, he definitely would have, have forgotten about it, but maybe he did misplace where that planet was. What I also remembered too is when the fight's going on, mm-hmm. gods are still on the earth. Yeah. Like this, like was, this happened a long time ago. So like, you have and to, the men and... were like dressed up almost as like Huns, yeah. like, they like this is like ancient like world so that's what i mean it's probably been a few thousand years yeah close to, yeah i don't know like i they didn't really give us a good indication of when it was of how it was long just it was right. a long time ago well whatever. they did say it was before the the atlanteans went underwater sure so yeah. which i guess i mean you have to think how long would it take yeah people to adapt to, to breathing underwater right and all exactly that so yeah, it yeah. definitely definitely happened a long long time ago so yeah. i'd like to think maybe that more of he didn't forget about it he just misplaced the planet he can't exactly remember where he was that's what i think too i'm like i could see like again trying not to make excuses but his cohorts or whoever were like yeah. piloting the ships and shit yeah. like that and he gets back maybe he's fully healed after right. a few years or yeah. however long and then he's like, we have to go back there. And we're like, we don't know how we got yeah, there. We, like, wanted to we come just home. found that. We like... wanted to come home so you don't die. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I guess I could, while that was something that wasn't explained to us, it was what I felt like the movie was kind of more towards leaning to instead yeah. of like, oh, that's here. I forgot. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. It's, it's I don't, right there. I, <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't say Oopsies. that it's just like that. Like he totally forgot about it at all. Yeah. I don't think it was that. Uh, I think it's more complex than that. <laughs> for sure. So is that we're on part three now? Yeah, part three. Part three is where we get introduced to Barry Allen. Right. And we did touch a little bit about that with yeah. the, when he was playing for the jobs. He went to go see his dad, which yep. is a pretty normal Barry yeah. thread. Is His dad's in prison for right. the murder of his mom. It wasn't him. It, it was right. reverse flash, yeah. typically. So Yeah. So I liked, I, I just like seeing, you know, like him interacting with his dad. And his dad's like, you have like four dead end jobs. Like what are you doing? And Barry's like, I just want to get myself through school. Like, I just want to, like, this is what I want to do. This is my purpose. And his dad's like, do something else. <laughs> like, just do something else. And then, um, you know, 
it gets better when when Batman comes in and he's like, oh my god, Batman, you're like, yes, I will help you out. I have nothing better to do with my life. Um, you know, which I thought was really cute because, you know, here's this guy, here's this superhero that can run so fast and he just doesn't know what to do. Like he's like saving girls from car crashes. Like that's, that's what he's doing right now. And he's like, yeah, I want to join you guys. I want to have like superhero friends. Like, let me just, let me just help out. Like that's what he wants to do. And yeah, he comes across like goofy and like quirky in the movie and everything. But I think it's like, that's just him, you know? No, I totally agree. I, I like the characterization we get for him and the way that they kind of utilize him more because it, yeah. it's better because we get to, I mean, especially with the ending, he, yeah, he literally turns back in time, <laughs> exactly. which is the coolest fucking yeah. flash shit you right. can do. It's like, I almost thought, um, cause when they originally did that, I thought it would have been interesting if when they had like the final look at dark side through yeah. like the, the boom tube, yeah. uh, Barry wasn't there. Right. And like, you could set that up easily as like, here's your flashpoint movie. Yeah. Barry's out of time. Yeah. Like physically and yeah. literally like, I guess they didn't do that, but I mean, you could yeah. always tweet cause there's been a flash movie quote unquote in the works for right. years. Yeah. Like. I hope it gets off the ground because Ezra Miller's good. Yeah. I like him as Barry. And Me too. Like I said, it would be a Flashpoint movie, which yeah. you know that storyline. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, is that? Yeah, the, I'm, that was it. And then uh, also in part three, we got introduced to uh, Victor Stone. Sure. As Victor Stone. Um, which, again, just more backstory. It makes you care about the characters more. It just, you know, with this part, it really fleshed out Barry and Victor. And it made you care about them and, you know, their own reasons for why they're going to join the Justice League. They're not just, you know, they're not just like, hey, yeah, we're in the Justice League now. Like, you know, Bruce Wayne goes up to them and is like, hey, you got superpowers. Well, uh, Wonder Woman goes up to, to Victor. But still, you know, they're recruiting them. Like, they've seen their powers and they're going out and recruiting them. So that this part of the movie really fleshes out why Barry and why Victor actually join the Justice League, which I think is important. It makes you care about them. Talking about the characterization of Victor, I can't remember if it's in this part or not, um, but it's when he was looking at this woman's life, essentially. Yeah. And he was going through, like, like camera footage, obviously, because he can get into right. any mainframe he wants and seeing just how bad things are for her. Yep. And he sees her at the ATM and she's trying to pull out money literally getting declined yeah and like there's a pop-up and the yeah. the bank says oh like you were selected you get a hundred thousand dollars and yeah. she's like oh my god like yeah. life-changing money and yeah. then you see him turn around and walk away mm-hmm. and there's a couple like yeah walking, walking the other direction they like recoil back, back yeah. from him it's like a really interesting like close to like a juxtaposition of like he's trying to help people but like but people, people see him as him. a monster yeah. yeah so which you know has been done before but it's cool right. actually seeing like that as the character instead yeah. of justice league it's like well that's cyborg you know him right right all right we're good well exactly because that's like in this movie we see him like stuck inside reflecting on himself you know at the the football game and everything and you know he feels bad for himself like you know he's having his own little pity party because now he's half machine and he doesn't want to be he didn't ask for that and you know he's upset with his dad because he turned him into this like quote-unquote monster type thing you know and 
from there we we see him learn how to use his powers learn how to give back to people like this woman who has no money and he can help her you know and so instead of just sitting around feeling sad for himself he actually starts helping people and that's I mean that's huge that's literally why he joins the Justice League so to be able to see that beautiful Mm mm-hmm I'm following your list mostly, oh, so okay. I've well, kind of like said what I wanted to before the uh, the final fight. So yeah, I mean, if there's more you want to touch on, like we don't have to go part to part. It's... Okay, yeah, no, because uh, I mean, like past I... that part, it's it's pretty it's much a Superman. lot of the yeah, a lot of similar things. They go to the uh, I think it's Zod's ship mm-hmm. that Lex Luthor uses to revive Zod, mixed yeah. with the blood, and right? All that kind of stuff make Doomsday. Um, pretty normal stuff. Yeah. Uh, then Clark and Lois go to the farm. Yep. Kind of figure out life and all that stuff. And I guess then we kind of gear up for the final battle. Yeah, pretty much. More or less. Pretty much. Yeah. It's just making Superman, like, come alive again. I guess the only thing that, like, um, I didn't fully grasp was how Superman got the black suit. Because I know he was he was walking through the hallway yeah. and there was, like, some monologue going on between like russell crowe who's yeah. like his actual father and right. then kevin costner who's yep. his adopted father yeah um and i saw him walk by the superman suit i'm just not sure how he found the black suit because the way that i thought it would work in could be wrong i've never read the death of superman the comic mm-hmm. from the 90s uh i thought maybe he was buried in the suit and because it wasn't exposed to sunlight that's what make it turn makes it turn black right but it seemed like he just found it on the ship. Yeah, so I'm not. That's what I assumed was that because there were just like a bunch of suits, like kind of like. But they were the all hallway. still colored, though. Yeah, so, so I, I mean, I don't know. That's not super fleshed out. It leaves... It's not important. Ultimately. Nah, it's not just really. Zach wanted the black suit. And I yeah. get it. Like you bring Superman back from the dead, you give him the black, the black suit. suit. Yeah. I wonder if he argued for the uh, the mullet though, because when <laughs> Super comes back, Superman comes back. He has a mullet. <laughs> yeah. It was the fucking 90s. What are you going to do? <laughs> um, hey, I mean, you know, maybe they they opted for uh, bettering uh, Henry Cavill's upper lip. Yeah, that's another thing, I guess. Instead of the mullet. We so. didn't really talk about. You don't see. I don't think any of the CG with the, the upper lip thing. Here's no, the thing. It was so much better. When Superman does the fight with the League yeah. and Cyborg hits him with, like, I'm assuming, like, the cryo, a cryo type slowing yeah. thing, maybe. You get the shot of him with like the, like yeah, the lip back. Yeah, but I couldn't tell. I think that was new. Yeah, I think they just kept it maybe, but yeah. I I can't be ultimately sure on that. It didn't but when look he, nearly as bad though. When he had his scene with Lois, um, he looked totally fine. Yeah, there was no issues with nope. the the lip. He looked nope. great. So yeah. I'm I'm glad we were able to rectify <laughs> hashtag mustache gate. It was so bad in the first one. Oh my god. It was awful. Yeah. It was like he was a monster. So, yeah, not as bad in this one, which is good. It's a very good thing. Absolutely. And then we geared up for the the final battle, which, from my remembering, it was different the way that it was structured. At the very least, like, I don't remember the battle looking like that. It was similar with the color palette and what Mm -hmm. they were doing, but... Obviously, they took out the Russian family. Garbage. Don't don't <laughs> yeah. need that at all. Good, because it made no sense no. in the movie. I think it was just supposed to show the contrast of all the destruction and fighting. And yeah, there's like a small I, family. Who cares? It that, didn't matter. But it didn't make any sense. No, it was stupid. But we start getting the final fight. We're going to Steppenwolf, trying to give him the work. Yep. 
got to get Cyborg in the cube. Yep. So we can separate them. And Barry's trying to run faster than light <laughs> yeah. around like this like reactor area yeah. type thing, like the whole city. Yeah. So that was really cool when they actually get to that point, like we had said, like yeah. everything breaks. Yeah. Like it was bad, but Barry managed to run backwards in time. Yeah. Which they did show in the beginning of the movie yeah. when he was when they actually revived Superman. Yeah. They when did he show started that. going towards his body. Uh, the cube kind of started coming out and yeah. so did the picture. So they had already established that Barry can do this when he runs right. faster than the speed of light. Yeah. So it was a really fun sequence to see like how important he really was well, instead exactly. of like, cause I remember the original cut Superman just punches Stefan Wolf and then it's like, <laughs> all right, we win. Stefan yeah. Wolf got punched a bit. Yeah. But like, like dude, Stefan Wolf, like he got the works. Like, like I said, like I was surprised um, cause it was only, the Victor Stone scene with the car accident. And yeah. They had shown the torso before. But, right. But that compared with like Steppenwolf. Like Steppenwolf gets the the horn cut off. He was bleeding pretty bad yeah. from that for a bit. And then Diana cuts his head off. And then it goes through the portal. And then Darkseid like kind of crushed it. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. The very least like caved it in more. Like yeah. it was pretty intense. It was brutal. I yeah. was surprised. Steppenwolf I mean, got the shit beat out of him. I was surprised it was rated R. Or... I wasn't surprised because it was rated R. Yeah. But I just didn't think but they would again, go that far But again, it just with it. shows like how lowly Steppenwolf was. Yeah. And it really like, is cool seeing that comparison cuz Steppenwolf was doing a great job of yeah, collecting the cubes. And... Exactly. And like he's like the main villain in this movie. Yeah. And just to see him get the shit beat out of him and then like his quote-unquote master just be like well, you failed, you piece of shit. Like, I don't give a shit that you're dead. Like, yeah. your head is in my hands. Like, it doesn't... No, it your doesn't... head is under my boot, Well, yeah, really, which yeah, is, exactly. is more telling of... Yeah, like, he doesn't... Like, Darkseid gives zero fucks about Steppenwolf. Yeah. Which is... It's interesting to see, because, again, he was the main villain in this in this movie. And you don't usually see stuff like that in, in the movies. And he wasn't a goober. No. Like, I mean, he looked like it in the original cut, yeah. but like now, like he looked good. He did intimidating stuff, like yeah. you said with the horses. Definitely. He was easily He was a big bad. Over. I mean, just him against Diana and Aquaman, they couldn't take him. Right, exactly. Like Superman was the one who was yeah. taking him apart. Exactly. So, I think that's well, uh I guess we have the the epilogue now. Yeah, that was that pretty point. that was the the main the main movie. So, the way we ended is we go to the epilogue sequence, which it goes Nightmare and then the Martian Man underscene, I believe, right? Yes. So, I love Nightmare Batman. I loved it oh, when yeah. it was introduced in, I think BVS was the first yeah. Nightmare sequence. And I really, I hope we get, I would petition the shit out of a movie just called Justice League Nightmare. Yeah. That would be That would awesome. be cool. I wasn't fully sold on the Joker scene. This is me, though. If you... I don't want to, like... I literally wrote down, I hate Jared Leto. (laughs) See, you can't let... Are you letting prejudice get in the way of, like, the actual dialogue between Batman and Joker? I didn't like the Joker scene. I thought it was useless. I don't... It didn't... I didn't need it. I didn't need it. Like I said, I really like the the whole idea of, like, the nightmare world. And I I like what they were trying to get at. It just... It felt stilted to me. Like, it... Um, it didn't feel as organic as I felt like it should. No, not at <clears throat> all. Sorry. But 
I would be fine with like seeing him in a movie like that. Like if you give him more time to flesh out. And yeah. that's the first time we have seen Jared Leto like that, obviously. We've right. seen the tattoos. And yeah. It's the first time they've actually spoken in this whole DCU yeah, definitely. universe going on. And I think it would be a good lead up to hopefully something that Zach gets to do in the future. I mean, yeah. he teased, I mean, at the very yeah. least, if you want to argue it, like two different movies yeah he kept it pretty open-ended because <clears throat> oh we actually the first part of it was uh this was in the original cut as well mm-hmm. but when deathstroke learns that bruce wayne is batman yeah because of lex right. so that's still a lead up into its own thing if you want that right. could easily be a batman solo movie yeah if you wanted to focus it on that with the ending 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 the third ending i guess if you want to go for the, the martian manhunter thing <laughs> yeah i like that okay, here I am. Yeah. I want to help if I can. Yeah. Call me. Right. And Batman's like, all right. Yeah. Happy, happy to have you. Right. Like I said, like, there's still... God, my voice is going. <laughs> we're almost done, guys. We're at two hours and 20 minutes. Oh, my God. We're, we're wrapping this up soon. We'll stop at 2.30. <laughs> um, I, I really like the setup to be, we can get a nightmare movie, or we yeah. can get... It's not going to happen. A Batman solo movie. Right. Where we can get a straight up Justice League 2. Yeah. Zack Snyder's Justice League 2. Like, yeah. go in that direction with Martian Manhunter. Like, there are a few threads that are just... Yeah, there are dangling. options that are yeah. left open at the end of this movie. Like I said, the least likely would probably be a Ben Affleck Batman movie. Right. But stranger things have happened. I mean, that's true. Who would have, like, guessed that Zack would have been able to come back and do this movie and do what he wants right not even do this movie do what he wants yeah exactly for sure so i think and i think the way that they left it kind of open-ended like that it it would make interesting movies they're not gonna be just run-of-the-mill movies they they would be interesting intriguing movies um so i really appreciated that 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 it set it up for something more than just another superhero movie for sure uh i think that's all we got on justice league movie's great honestly yeah. like i'd not anytime super soon i'd watch this again though like no doubt yeah i'd need a, a hot minute yeah I but still it again, it's but... probably my favorite dc movie i would say like i said i haven't yeah. seen aquaman shazam right could change my mind but yeah definitely. unlikely like i i think there's a a really incredible movie here and i'm just happy zach was able to actualize his vision yeah i definitely i again i went into this thinking i was gonna absolutely hate it i was pleasantly surprised that it was actually a good movie a, a good movie that was enjoyable for four hours yeah uh big ups to the god zach snyder he did it snack snack zider he did it <laughs> uh i guess that's the show like yeah. we had shown, or like we had said before, hit us up on Twitter at HST1 with the number pod. That's HST1pod. And same thing for Gmail if you want to send questions into the show. Yeah. Uh, DMs are open on Twitter, so if you have questions, send them through there if you want. And or... any feedback is appreciated. Yeah, any feedback. We have feedback, no but... idea what we're doing right now. <laughs> I'm sure the, the ums and the probable lip smacks that happen, yeah. like... That's just stuff that we're going to have to work through yeah. and that we'll get more comfortable with. Honestly, too, we're uncomfortable as shit. Like, our chairs yeah. right now, we're... I got major butt lock going on. Yeah, we're feeling it. <laughs> so, like we said, anything you want to hit us up with questions or 
comments, concerns. Yeah. I'll say it like a teacher. Questions, comments, concerns. <laughs> uh, HST1pod at gmail.com or HST1pod on Twitter. Definitely. Uh, next week, I think we're going to be cover- covering the Nobody movie mm-hmm. starring Bob Odenkirk, kind of like the John Wick style thing. Yes, yes. It's going to depend on if it's available on streaming because our theaters around us aren't open. We can right. try to do some research, see if we can go out. But if not, hopefully it's on streaming. And yeah. if not, if not, we'll have to figure Just something do, else out. Yeah. Regardless, though, we'll do Falcon and Winter Soldier. Episode two. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you guys later, I guess. Bye. Bye.